0: It's the Asher Hour, where we talk about NullSec Fleet Tactics and Fighting with special guests.
1: Oh,
2: it's a goonie! No! We lost to a goonie.
1: And here he is, the 23rd Best FC in the Imperium, Asher Elias.
3: Alright, hi everyone, this is the Asher Hour, and I am your host, Asher. Uh, this week we have a lot of guests, the whole panel, and we're going to do an end-of-year show where we discuss... Um, the state of the galaxy and how we think it'll evolve over the next year so first i'm going to say hi to my guests uh we got farmsting from test how are you doing farmsting i'm doing good and then we have captain patrick archer who i believe is nc now is that correct
4: yep as of say five hours ago
3: <laughs> all right thanks to joining. uh jay amazingness from goonsmore federation hey jay how are you doing Well. And then we've got Jintan, or he calls himself Yintan, but I can't do that. I can't just bring myself to do it. How you doing, Jintan from Providence?
2: Fine, thank you very much.
3: And Killer B, also from NC. Uh, I, I, I just noticed we have two former, or people who are recently joined NC. That should be some interesting perspective. KB, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Doing good? All right, and then Ragnar Bile from The Culture. Ragnar, good to have you back. I think this is your third time on the show. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good, man, yeah.
3: Excellent. All right. So, for this episode, we are going to look at the map. We're going to go from the top of it and go around counterclockwise. Uh, and we're going to discuss the fate that are our predictions for the regions in the area and the people who inhabit the map currently. So, if you want to follow along, now's your chance to pull up the Verite Influence map. Um, and we'll put a link for that in the podcast description. So... You can just go ahead and click that, and we're going to start at the very top of the map. That's Tino, and that's everyone's favorite coalition, uh, Pandemic Legion. So recently, um, there's been a lot of talk about PLs kind of on a weak footing, or they're kind of, uh, let's not let's say burnt out maybe would be a good way to say it. Um, What do you guys think? Do you think that PL is is diminished at all from where they were before? I'd actually like to throw it to Killer B there, because I think, although he's still allied with them, he has sort of a good experience, and he can at least speak to it. So what do you think, KB?
5: Uh, Yeah, PL has uh, an issue with getting their people to log in, I would say, which is not necessarily related to any in-game stuff that they're doing or any, like, bad decision-making in terms of the leadership or something. I think it's a problem of if you have an alliance that mostly consists of very, very long ETH players, like, long-term ETH players. They've done it all. They've seen it all. And uh it's hard to motivate them to, like, join the fleets and stuff. But they're not doing bad. We had a form-up with them uh, a couple of days ago to defend one of the Fortisars, and they've been pulling good numbers, if you look at their size, PL. Uh Whereas, I-, I think, fair to say is that the meta has really shifted towards just mass recruiting at the moment. Like, basically, it's just a really big numbers game again.
3: Right, like 35,000 goons in also, Yeah, exactly.
5: Yeah. So, and PL is very careful with their recruiting, um, which obviously limits them in terms of numbers. And in the current meta, back in the day, you could beat a 100-man battleship with a 15-man AHEC fleet just because of a 15-man AHEC fleet, just of the way that AHECs worked. But now that um, t- uh, T3 cruisers are dead, sort of, um, you can't really uh, play with sick tanking and stuff like that anymore. So it's, it just comes down to who has more. And PL has never been... The, not, the Alliance that is good at who has more. So that's why um, they're probably struggling at the moment a bit because there's just a limit that you can, like, even if you fly materials perfectly, if the enemy has 200 Maelstroms, you're going to get shit on in yeah. most cases.
3: I mean, it's especially, it's especially noticeable in the artillery meta where there's just no no chance of catching a ship, unless, you know, unless it totally sick tanks it, which is unusual. So uh, Just yeah. like Goku bombers, man. Yeah. So it, I, I think that's the main issue at the moment for PL that they're uh, they're having. Well, it is kind of funny that that GoKus were just considered garbage for so long, but actually, with uh, with with uh, artillery battleships being so prevalent, they kind of have some some space to shine again. I know Tess has been using them uh, for a little bit. Um, I'm not sure that's a, a legitimate solution, but I think it's one that you can bring out every now and again and kind of mix things up. It kind of requires them to have uh, no no sort of anti support. If they have like a jacked-off fleet, that kind of ruins your Gokus.
1: It can, yeah. I mean, we you know, I, I'm sidetracking us like majorly here, but That's I think fine. the biggest success we had recently with Goku was against Fraternity, and I don't think they'd ever really seen that concept before. So, and and
3: we is in, is in Test, right? Test, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think uh, Fraternity is going to be an interesting one to talk about when we get down to the bottom of the map, because they're sort of, I think, probably the biggest new force in EVE that we've seen for a long time. So, uh, what is the outtake or outlook on PL over the next year? I think here's my personal take on it. Um, I think PL is kind of like a country club. Do you guys have country clubs in in Europe? Is that like a is that a thing? No. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't think so.
2: England, it's not really a thing outside of um England. And
3: okay. Kind of the well, I'll just explain who, what it is for the benefit of people who don't know. So, country club is just uh, it's usually a you know nice clubhouse. It's like a big Big building that's built, and and it has like golf and tennis and uh, like nice restaurants, and uh, it's an aspirational thing to join. People pay a pretty pretty decent fee, like you might pay over here, you know, thirty or forty thousand dollars to join, and then maybe ten or twenty thousand a year to maintain your membership. Um, and so joining a country club is sort of a thing where um, people look onto it and say, oh, that that'd be a real accomplishment for me. And, but once you get in a country club, they're actually usually pretty boring. Um, and I think PL sort of has that where at least their, their view is like the premium thing where people who validate themselves through their group membership, that's PL's an aspirational thing. And I don't think that'll change. I think people will still want to be in pandemic Legion, but the problem is sort of, I think what killer Beast said is that they want to be in it, but once they're there, it seems like they, um, uh, get bored. Um, how does PL, if you were running PL, how would you sort of revitalize them?
4: I, I think loosen, they need a war.
3: I would loosen the recruitment a little
5: bit and not worry about Spice that much maybe. Get more people in if possible. I mean, it's really hard to recruit corps at the moment unless, you know, we have a alliance Stein. All uh, right. and Stein. Th- that's probably
3: what I would do, yeah. What Were you saying? Patrick? I don't know, I think I think that like, kills. Uh
2: sorry, go
3: ahead. Yeah, I'll get to you next. What were you saying, Patrick?
4: I think you know, they need uh like to do something drastic. At least when I look at like how we did it with Try, it really worked because we more than doubled in size in six months. like doing something drastic and getting like the people to log back, getting them excited again. That's the that's the real thing. Getting the old old dudes to get excited again. Then they can think back to the big wars they had in the past. Like, that was awesome. And then basically get that feeling again and log in.
6: Yeah. all okay. is, is an old organization like GSF. They have, like, similar history. So if you give them, like, a narrative to follow, then you're going to get a lot more people in fleets. Just randomly saying, hey, we're going to go, you know, shit on some probably dudes every week. Kind of gets boring. But if you say, like, oh, we're going to go, uh I don't know, make war with the Russians because they... Uh, and the, they the in some into, way. Yeah, yeah. Then you'd get a lot more people showing up to those fleets.
3: What do you think, Jinjin? I
2: was going to say that I don't think you can, like, loosen the, the recruitment restriction on PL without losing some of that edge that it has. Like, one of the great things about, well, one of the hard things about fighting PL from my perspective as a kind of smaller entity that doesn't have, um, you know, a great intel network is that it's fucking hard to get spies in PL. Like, holy shit.
3: I mean, it's hard, but it's not—it's not impossible to get a spy into any group. So, I—I'm I, also pretty wary about spies sort of in my subgroup in goons. But um, eventually, you're just—you're just, just going to wither on the vine if you're—if you're so worried that you won't take anyone who doesn't have like, a, you know, a five-year history. So, um, a dedicated spy can get into any group if they want to. So, you're going to have some spies. You just do your best to minimize how many you have. Um so I'm, I think that's a actually some pretty good advice, uh, is that they might loosen up a little bit. Alright, let's rotate over to uh to branch and where their values make them different. Uh we have blades of grass. I don't know anything about blades of grass. I assume they're just sort of almost like a pseudo renter corp. Like they don't
0: No, no, they're um they're full G O T G members, Blades of Grass are.
3: Do they, show, yeah. I mean, like, I don't, so I, I'm just showing my, my ignorance here. I don't know enough about GOTG. Do they show up in good numbers? Like, are they EU time zone? What, tell me tell me about Blades of Grass if you know anything about them.
5: I uh, wouldn't, like, oh, okay, the, no. the, the Blades of Grass members are going to whine about this, pretty sure, but I wouldn't divide, like, if you're going to, like, name every single alliance of GOTG individually, there's not much I can tell you about Blades of Grass. There's not much I can tell you about Slice individually or... I mean, we all sort of know Moa, but that's more of the history, not what they are now.
3: Well, I mean, Slice has a thing. I mean, Slice specializes in sort of bait, like bait precures. Like, if you want to know one thing about Slice, it's that they'll use bait precures and they like the hot drop and counter drop. So, at least they have something that I could tell you about them. I couldn't tell you anything about Blades of Grass other than our values make us different. That really super cringe video. They're just playing like
6: branch because they've been like they've been deliberately playing branch to keep them away from everyone. Yeah. Because they can't you know they're not that good, so
3: I mean branch is like one of the best crabbing areas in the game, so
0: I uh, was going to say uh i thought I thought blades of grass were quite small, but they're like a, a thousand dudes, and dotland says they've been that way for a while, but uh yeah no, i'm I'm pretty sure they're just uh they're just a crabby alliance, I think they' Their love of all woodland nymphs isn't that like uh were they x s m a or were they XFA?
3: I, I think they're actually one that's what the whole
0: the minute. Yeah, yeah.
3: What about, uh, I'm yeah, just looking at the long, map, Siberian it. squads. Does anyone know who that is?
0: Yes, yes. They are Russians from Siberia. So they're like, uh, so they're like, Russian time zone, plus four or something. They're fucking awful. They, they tried to live in Fountain for a while, and they'd come to TC constantly saying, I would like to live here. We're like, okay live there we don't care that's part of the fountain we didn't want it. it was in the y2 constellation you'll be right. aware of that one yeah but they're like oh we want we want uh nips and naps we don't we don't want you to hit our structures i'm like mate just toughen the fuck up and live there in the end they made a deal with us then broke it with lsh and yeah they're just they're just bad i think mate, to be fair they're not very trustworthy as far as russians go and they're quite uh they're timid they really are like victims right. so, so, uh, so pseudo renters
3: yeah. again let's let's move on yeah are, Not enough time devoted to them all right so then we got darkness Now so these guys are the anchor to guardians of the galaxy and i'd say probably the most notable thing about darkness other than their let's say controversial leader sword dragon is that they have a very strong uh australian time zone maybe the strongest in the game which is kind of a useful thing to have now um although one could say with the Chinese starting to come so so heavily into the server, that might not be true anymore. But they still have a, a strong English-speaking Australian time zone. And they live in um, a Northern Deck, and I guess they have space also in Branch. Um, now, Darkness is an interesting group because they have been either dead or on the edge of death multiple times. But they also are, are seem to be thriving uh, in Declan as part of the leadership of the Guardians of the Galaxy Coalition. Um, so I'm interested in what you guys think uh, about the future fate of of, uh, of Darkness. Let's hear from uh, KB. I think Darkness has been doing really well uh,
5: lately. I think they, uh, their attack or whatever you want to call it on uh, the DRF did them really good. I think it was a really important thing for their members to see what they're capable of as a coalition. And obviously, like like you said, Darkness is sort of the anchor of the coalition. Uh, inherits the Alliance leader as well. So I think they'll just, uh, next year, I think they'll focus on building up their cap, super cap fleet more. They will probably focus on, you know, they'll, they'll live in decline, make money and get some PVP content. I think that's whatever your alliance is looking to do that has the capabilities to do so.
3: I I'd think like, darkness is on a good, uh, on a good path. Let's set this up when we get to test but I'd like to, I'd like to discuss that as well. Um, um, is building up your cap fleet a viable option when people are, you know, so far ahead? Let's put that on. We'll table that. We'll go for Tet when we hit uh, Test because they're doing the same thing. Also, I still
1: don't get to talk, huh?
3: I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. yeah. Oh. We'll get to you if <laughs> Uh stink. what do you got?
2: Uh, I basically want to say that I think Darkness are the people who gained the most from CO2 dying. I think. I think Test. Test,
3: I think test, pr- test number one, Darkness number two, probably. Not just Darkness, but the Guardians of the Galaxy Coalition In general,
2: was yeah. the people who poached The most out of CO2 And they were poaching good people Like MOA got a lot, Darkness themselves Got a lot, and I think They had some like smaller um Subgroups within them grow because of it Yeah, like I, I can totally see them Having the easy claim, like they didn't get A lot of the personalities, but the line Members, man, they got shitloads shitload of those Oh yeah, they, they're, they're
1: playing that 10 plus 1 thing. game pretty well
2: yeah, 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 and we also saw them really get some leg work out of their super fleet in the I, DRF four.
4: I think the DRF four was a real show of force for a week, but obviously, to be scary, you need to be able to keep that up for longer. And like, obviously, we all don't really know the reason why they uh, backed out of that war, but um, I don't know. Like, it's it's real scary to put like all that shit on field, but if you can do it, if you can do it for one week, it doesn't matter. You need to be able to do it consistently for months if you want to be like a
3: real powerhouse. Why are you sort of dancing around that? I mean, is it is it unconfirmed that the Russians paid off sword, or is that like a... I mean, I thought I thought that was pretty much out there.
2: Oh, uh, there's I'm not going to make any said about it. I'm not going
4: to make any claims about it.
0: Okay, I I was told that uh, an agreement was reached, but money never changed hands. So
3: it was it was a weird scenario. Like in EVE, you rarely see that happen where a group is attacking another group declares attack on another group because of perceived slights and then after some relatively small amount of time um becomes allies with them just almost no, just it
4: was it time. was not it was the weirdest thing like the like they were helping us with the case at nine keep star or us as in try and uh literally not even 12 hours later while well, i was asleep like he like they had a 250 man fleet on grid and two and 12 hours later while I was asleep they had turned and the next week, like on the final timer, they were there with like a 250 man fleet on the other side. Like what the fuck?
3: Um, you know, I think you're right. And it is a really weird thing. So, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's get a prediction from you guys in a, uh, in a year's time. Um, What do you think? uh, Do you think Darkness will be in a better position or a worse position? And I'm going to take my prerogative and say I think they'll be worse just judging by Sword Dragon's history. Um, It seems like he can only go for a certain amount of time before things explode around him. Uh, I won't comment on maybe the reason why that happens, but it seems like uh, Calamity does tend to follow Sword Dragon. So if he's leading Darkness in a year, um, then I think that they will probably be worse off now because. I mean, right now everyone sort of agrees that they're on the uprise and it's hard to maintain that for a whole year. So my guess is that we'll see a, a lesser g t g and Darkness in a year. Well, if, I, if I can
1: throw in there, um, I think they need to build their FC team, right?
2: Yeah. One thing that we
1: saw, and, you know, it's it may not be fair to compare, like, the, I guess, their B team to, like, ProGod or Romani, but when we were fighting over that Sotillo up in wherever it was, OASA, right, and they brought out the Supers, um, they didn't have the sub support and the sub support they did have was very badly anchored. So like I got some boosh on Averin stream that was like half of their entire Tempest fleet completely out of the fight for like 30 minutes.
3: I mean, that's one of the uh, easiest things to say and the hardest things to do, right? Is, well, is yeah. uh,
1: But I'm saying like the yeah. FC team, that's what they got to do.
3: It's hard, yeah. hard. It's hard if you're not fighting like legitimate fights that matter, um, especially, especially like there's a lot of FCs that are already experienced. And if you, if they don't have a fight for six months, they'll, they'll shake off the rust pretty quickly. But if they're not already experienced, there's no way to build that up. If you're not really fighting people, like fun fights with well, fun fights with anyone, brave horde, whoever, only goes so far.
4: Yeah, I, I agree. I think the, the real uh, risk for Darkness is uh staying and uh, keep uh, keep crowding, keep building up for supers, whatever, then fall into the same trap that I think Goons did back when they were in Declan and were really powerful and then got lazy. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the biggest risk for Darkness and their coalition.
3: Declan does seem to promote that kind of uh, idleness, and idleness, and it seems like we're seeing that. I would just say that if you're an FC and you leave a fight, that you lost and you're not mad, but you're like, oh, it was a fun fight. Then then you haven't learned anything because that fight didn't matter. And I think that's the problem with like, uh, some of these blue groups up North is they don't get in meaningful, meaningful fights. So they do, um, they do send fleets out quite far for, like to assist people
0: around the map. That's one thing. sort's always done. Like if, uh, yeah, if, if sort likes you, uh, and you ask him for help, you know, he's got no problem of getting a fleet to the other side of Eve to help you out. So, And just from the fact that he is, you know, effectively, you know, buddies with, you know, NCPL, Horde, everyone up north pretty much, I think, I think in a year they'll be fine. You know, they'll have another five, six keep stars and they'll basically be, the only thing that will kill them is themselves. I don't think an outside force is going to do it. So I reckon they're going to, I reckon they're going strong to be fair.
3: Well, I mean, to be fair it seems like the easiest uh, way for a group to die is to kill themselves and Eve today. Like there's, it's hard to apply outside pressure uh, to an entrenched group. All right, let's rotate down. We've already, we've already touched on slice and Moa a little bit. So we'll get to a, uh, another big group, uh pandemic horde. Um, what do you guys think of the state of pandemic horde? And uh, let's see your predictions for a year from now.
0: Well, they're just uh, they're unstoppable really, aren't they? They're just a, they're just a new bro group. Uh, you know, they, they do it better than I'd say uh, Brave. I would probably say they do it a bit better than Karma Feet because Karma Feet is more join Karma Feet to get free super rat and space. But yeah, that's the same again. Uh, I, I don't see anyone attacking Fave and deciding to you know kick them out. I you know I can see Horde deciding to move somewhere else. But other than that, I don't. Yeah, you know, they're not getting evicted. No one's getting evicted pretty much, right? It's that, That's the disgusting part of Eve these days. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah I think Horde are going to be good.
5: Yeah, um, the only problem I see in Horde. I'm oh, sorry, should go ahead.
3: No, no, I was about to throw it to you, so please go on.
5: Okay. So the only uh, issue I see with Horde at the moment is also lack of FCs a little bit. Like they, uh, especially in the they struggle with, um, with FCs that are reliable in the. Really big engagements, which is why, um, when the goons had their deployment north in, I think it was July, August, um, we did like, there was a, there was a, for the really important timers. It was often somebody from PL, me or Capri. Uh, we were both back uh, in PL back then, uh, leading the Horde fleets just because there was no Horde of Sea available that we, you know, trusted enough, um, or like that wasn't, you know, that was capable enough of taking on, um, such an important timer. But that's I, that's I think the only issue that um, that Horde have at the moment, but they have ridiculous numbers, and they have a very motivated group. I was really surprised by the success that they had with their um, how, what did they call it? The, the jump calling campaigns that they had. Yeah. Somewhere I, I don't remember what they called it. it was something like they zombies? Got, they got or hired
3: something. by a DR, zombies maybe? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, zombies. They got hired by DRF to help uh, defend them, and they were going, they were going down down there to help them. Yeah, and they did these jump cloning campaigns to like now down here and or
5: before that they did something in Delf and stuff. Uh, they pulled it off pretty nicely, which is surprising because most bigger groups struggle with jump cloning um, uh, operations.
3: Yeah, I think Horde um, has fulfilled the promise that Brave used to be, which is a, a newbie friendly group um with uh without the sort of the hassles not the hassles but the problems that come with the whole council situation that brave had and the leadership fluctuation uh say what you will about gobbins and that he's a pretty steady leader and you're not worried that he's gonna you know just disappear one day or or vacillate um it's better to make any decision than it is to not make a decision at all and so um horde has a lot of promise and they you know obviously the individual pilot skill is low but it doesn't matter When you're pulling in 200 300 people a week um so i think that that their growth i mean obviously i disagree with Rackner about them being better than karma fleet but i would certainly put them in the same in the same group which i think is uh, at least to me is a compliment because karma fleet is an incredibly well-run group so um i think that they're both um you know uh, well-run groups and i think that horde in a year will probably be a real like a real threat you know if they aren't already um they certainly will be in a year because it's just time for more people to grow more people to skill up more people to rat and start getting into carriers and uh, even supers and stuff like that so um, they
4: stay uh, around it will be the, if, the question is if they'll stay around or if they'll move elsewhere
3: that's always the problem with, with you know is retention in new player groups you know um Will they age out into different groups? It it just depends on if they can offer them something to do. I mean, that's always been the problem with Brave is that you, you build your first capital. You never got to use it. And it seems like Brave has finally started addressing that. So, um, we'll see, you know, Horde has started to use capitals a little bit. So I can see that being maybe a reason for people to stay. Um, but they're going to have to focus on that. You think you're right. Is, is keeping people from aging out and going to, uh, quote unquote, more end game organizations.
1: Well, I mean, if we're, if we're comparing Brave to Horde, it's night and day, right? Horde grew up under under blue status to PanFam, because that's just part of what they were. Brave grew up for the last how many years as, as the whipping boy for Pandemic Legion? Like, what does that do to the history of the two groups?
0: Right. More than that, though, isn't it? Brave had every opportunity through the years to learn. Like, Elise, myself, Capri, I, Elo, I can name, like, just a massive amount of people and alliances that have tried to help them, teach them, and they just won't learn or listen, mate. That yeah, you know, they're destined to be the victim for their entire EVE career, I feel.
3: They needed a patron. It didn't matter who it was, they just needed to pick someone. You know, goons offered them Delve in the past, like, they could have taken that. I mean, there would have been any number, and it doesn't matter who they had picked, but Horde has that patron in PL. You know, they have someone that guarantees their safety. Um, and, um... Brave has always stuck on their own, which is admirable in one way, but it ignores the political situation in another. Yeah. They always said we don't play the meta, which is a foolish statement, and it's it, it, because everyone plays the meta. You just either play it or get played by it, and they've been played by it for the last five years. And you're right; they had every opportunity. They used they were the biggest growing group for so long. If they could have just converted that into any sort of long-term, um, you know, usefulness, they would have become better than you know Eve University you know 2.0 uh but we'll get to brave, so i don't want to comment too much on it uh we're going down to fountain and the initiative um the initiative is an interesting group because they have not really held you know uh this much soft for a while and I, I i'm personally not too worried about them because i don't think they're super attached to it but let's hear your guys opinion
0: uh, it's just it's just renters, isn't it? The entire region, you know, renters an extra yeah. extra space for their supers to grab. So,
3: Ragnar, you would be the expert on <laughs> on fountain. So,
0: yes, oh, well, we gave it to them just to stop Russians getting it. But you know, short of um, short of when uh, currently goons are engaged in cloudering, aren't they? Goons doing it, doing some sort of you know, you know, forever war against horde or whatever for I think reasons. it's,
3: yeah, it's low level stuff, but yeah,
0: yeah, I think if. When you when you when you you know sound sound the horn and decide you're done with that fun, if I think if Horde decide to attack you know Fountain's pretty vulnerable that way. But other than that, I I think in a year it probably maybe won't be, or at least the half that's closest to Cloud Ring. I think the half that's beyond that N K'Vn divide, that's basically goons for eternity. Now you know it won't be long until there's a keep star in N and K'Vn. And yeah, and Y2 and that's it. Yeah, you know, that part of fountain is just secured for attorney.
3: Yeah, um it does speak probably to the power of Citadels that, that they uh they offer a big advantage to a defender. Um I think the initiative will be fine, like because they're they've shown in the past that they're just not tied down to Sav and they go and campaign a lot. Their Sister Bliss is a pretty pretty good uh, smart leader, so um Yeah
0: even if they lost all their Sov, it wouldn't even affect them. They'd just go to Syndicate or Curse. I think they do better in Syndicate than Curse. They get victimized quite a bit when they go to uh, Curse. Um, But when they're in Syndicate, they normally do do all right. But yeah, other than that, yeah, they'll be fine. They'll they'll still be around.
3: All right. Then we have some just sort of filler alliances. Uh, We'll get down to Delve and Goonswoman Federation. Uh, So goons have been growing member-wise quite a bit. Um... You know, they have a huge number of people and we are making money hand over fist, but uh, there are always concerns about that. You have, uh, you could have a 2015 situation where goons were making really good money for the time in Declan and with moons, uh, but the membership got really restless and, uh, people started leaving cause they were bored and it, it ended up being, um, when the casino war, or World War B happened, we were, uh, we were in a bad situation where we were putting, you know, 150 people in fleet because um, people were bored or burnt out. And so I think that can happen to any alliance. And the question is, uh, is the is the environment conducive to that happening again, or or is sort of uh, is entrenchment through citadels so strong right now that it it's basically impossible to uh, to pull a entrenched alliance out of a place like Delph?
0: Well. Yeah, you're right. You, you can't evict goons from Dev. Now, I don't think there's anyone here who would believe that's actually possible. But on the same that you're not going to die because you're inactive, because you're always doing these cloud ring invasions. And, you know, goons at your SIGs. You're, six, you're you know, always moving about. Kenda's always going to curse or somewhere random. You know, so there's always content. And there's, what, 35,000 people in Goonswarm. You know, let's just say 15,000, 20,000 of them are just full-on hardcore Jews, you know, so all they're going to do is run their, their the havens. Now, <laughs> whatever rocks people's boats, you know. Yeah, so if they're just, you know, they're crabbing up in in delve, they've got th- they don't care because you know their 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 purpose in life is for the hell to get dank ticks. But you know, the other fifteen k pvpers, you do plenty enough pvp. You are never going to get the pvp you want in your region because all the pvp in that region is suddenly pnf, suddenly dreads, suddenly minus rocks. Right, so. Yeah. Yeah, it, there's no PvP to be had in that region for games, but...
3: Well, yeah. And even when Peanut drops, he only drops on Chinese guys, so, like, we don't... It's not, like... We're not plugged into that anyways. It's, like, it's this weird sort of, you know, sort always, of...
0: Always always drop when Russians are Chinese, because they yeah. never, you
3: know... They're not on comms, or... And if they're kind they they of local. Yeah, oh. exactly. So... Uh, you know, when he drops on people, it, it's just like, oh, OK, I, I don't know that person and I I, I can't speak to them. And it, it's almost like it doesn't happen it, 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 like, in a way to us.
0: Um, I mean, as long as as long as no one ma- manipulates the extractor market in there a uh, not extractor excavator market in there, you boys are probably going to be OK. As
5: long as nobody bombs all the excavators to death, you know. Yeah, that's we, lose, we
3: lose a ton of excavators, but I just, I just don't think that it's, it's like the American war machine in World War II. You can sink as many ships as you want, but it just didn't matter. Um, and I think it's probably I mean, for that. It was annoying enough for you guys to hell camp them or hell camp the GTEC T stations for like an entire week or some shit. I don't know actually how long it was, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they they had to move out of where they were stationed. No, I mean. I think that that's the appropriate response. You can say it, it, it's probably not going to hurt us, but you can also say it's good to defend your people. That, like, uh, you can argue over the efficacy of the Hell Camp, like it did force them to move, and it could cause them trouble. But it also sent a message that says, hey, we're going to try the best to defend our people, and I think that, that's a, a positive thing. Um, probably the weakest bit of propaganda in eve and this is applies to lots of things is ha made you defend yourself like made you do this like that and you'll see that a lot but i don't think many people here would actually use that for a good reason
5: no i'm just saying i said that because you made it sound like like what pnf and these people down there do don't like you don't care about it at all but Clearly, you do care about it because you want to like you or you, you, maybe you not know, you care about it, but your members care about it because they get annoyed by it. And then you want to show them we care about you. So we do something about, it. like you said, it's the proper response. If I was in your position, I would do the same thing. Uh, I'm just saying like you can't really say on the one hand, yeah, well, we don't care about and on the one hand. Yeah, let's hell camp them. Because I mean, even if you don't care, or the leadership doesn't care about it. Clearly, the member base cares about it.
3: Ryan, that's... I'm, I'm talking, I was speaking specific, specifically of the dread bombs on Chinese. Supers. Oh yeah. yeah like th- those, those dudes are, <laughs> like I said, they're in, I'm, I'm asleep yeah, when it happens don't communicate. and I, I don't speak Chinese and then it's speak English. So, um, but you know, in many ways having Chinese dudes paying taxes is, is really good because they use your space. Um, when like, EU uh, people and, and NA people are asleep, so you're still, you know, you're, they're not taking anything away from those time zones, like, but they're still paying their taxes and maintaining your ADMs and doing all that good stuff um, without, without, you know, actually, you know, some person won't log in and say, oh, this dude's been in here, and, you know, because they're they're also they're asleep during EU time zone or NA time zone, so it's like a good u- utilization of your space. But like I said, yeah, when it comes to Chinese supers or whatever dying. I just I have no interaction with that. But I agree. No, I agree. I agree totally with what your point was about excavators. Yep. All right. Um, in Querius we got QFC Querius Fight Club, which this iteration was something I founded, and I think it's doing pretty well. But I don't think it's even worth discussing because it's just uh it's just something that we maintain and we we like try to help newer alliances get their feet on the ground. And well, looks like
1: Cold Steel's moving over to uh, to Tenereus now, right?
3: Um, I don't even know what or they're doing. trying to, I don't know what they're doing. Um, I actually am kind of out of touch with what's happening in QFC for the last three or four months. Cause I haven't been like maintaining it, but you know, we've had some groups in there like start out and really go on and thrive. We've had some groups, um, sort of take off and, uh, then go, go away from QFC and then not do as well. Like Atlas is one where they tried uh, to expand and they just didn't, they, they folded afterwards, but, uh, it worked out. It's worked out pretty well in my mind. Um, Uh, at one point we've had up to like 8,000 people in there and, um, and some of the groups have done really well. uh, And then some have folded, which is what you expect from a bunch of newer alliances. Uh, Let's go down to period basis. We've got red Alliance. They don't, I don't think they super live there anymore. And um, I'm really not sure. Well, some of their
1: supers live there, but they don't super live there. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Good point. Good point. Um, I actually think that like farms thing, I think you might know more about it than us since the, Seems like testing you guys and Red have had some antagonism, so uh what's uh what's the story I mean, with Red we're, Alliance?
1: We're excited. We're just really excited to have them uh, moving to a place where we don't have like a hard nip with them across a giant regional gate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so Red Alliance, you know, they they lived in period basis forever. We actually watched them do a super and Titan move up uh, through stain up through catch because like you know, it, Legacy basically owns this entire strip. Just to the east of uh, Red and Goonswarm, right? We can get there in a little bit, but, but yeah, Red's Red's really interested. I guess they made some decision that they wanted to go, like take some space in Immensia, so yeah, go help out, try go align themselves more with the the war against the rest of the Russians going on over there. And I can't claim to know anything about what drove that decision. But yeah, like, yeah you're seeing them and a lot of fucking. Uh, maybe they were just yeah, fucking bored, right? Over. Well, that's, the yeah,
4: they said like can't do anything. Like they, talk, they, yeah. like I talked to them to get them down there. And they said, it's like, we need to do something. It's boring in period basis. It's like fucking shit. We want to leave. Um, where can we go? And I was like, yeah, we look at this. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we want that. And it's like, it's the beat is our pocket. It's in range of all of like curves and everything. You sure you can't, you can't iron, you can't bob there and crab there. And like, that doesn't matter. Like it's close to catch. It's close to everything. There's content. We want to go there.
3: I mean, period basis have always been Crabillians, and I don't think that'll ever change. because these
4: yeah, days... I mean, They moved there, obviously, because they got evicted by us from mother like, two years ago or something, so they hadn't, didn't really have another option.
3: Right, you're just dependent on whoever owns Stealth, like, if you live in period basis. It's kind of, actually, the whole bottom of the map is kind of like that, where you depend on the person above you um, in one way or another.
0: I mean, they're still blue of you, aren't they? They've been blue of you for a long time. I mean,
3: right? We we've had a like a, a long term relationship with Red Alliance, and we are blue to them. Um, but I would say that what Red Alliance does is sort of not really something that we discuss or um, think about too much, because it's just been it's a historical blue. You know, it's because of things that happened in the past and, and long you know long ago uh, commitments and alliances and. So we keep that, but um, I would say that Red Alliance, what they do in their business, is really not anything that we discuss. I'm sure we have a diplo who talks to them, but um, I, I, I don't hear about it. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, that to Red and Red alliances, yeah, good luck. Uh, I'm, my understanding is that's always annoying. All right, let's stay at the bottom of the map. We'll uh, we'll rotate over to the bottom. Then we'll kind of uh, this is where it's going to be a little hard to stay contiguous. So I think what we'll do is we'll just go along the whole bottom of the map. I mean, obviously, the one we're going to go to now is going to be the, the biggest you know, one is uh, Test Alliance, Please Ignore. And um, they've been on sort of a roller coaster ride over the last year. It was about a year ago that you guys left uh, left the north, right, Farmstink?
1: Yeah, we had the big speech by Billy. He was talking about uh, how a year ago we were like, well, uh, PL's here. We can't build supers uh, or we'll all die. So we got to go somewhere else. So that's what we did. Uh we moved south, right? And we uh went and had that whole big invasion spree and uh I that that was a fun invasion. I got to to build up some chops as an FC. I'm sure you guys can all uh, can all shit all over me for how bad I still am, but um I haven't done a lot of strat stuff, so I'm still working my way up there. Uh but yeah, it was that was a good fun campaign. We're we're at a point now where we finally started to build the wall and catch a little bit. We're uh we're almost there on our basic infrastructure <laughs> throughout the south now.
3: Um, well, I saw that Misaterea had, like, on the economic report, had really big mining numbers for the first time uh, last month. So it seems like you guys have uh, really kicked it into high gear as far as your industry. In your yeah, I guess control. we finally
1: found enough crabs, right?
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, we're we're we're. I think we're under pretty good leadership right now. So as long as that leadership keeps giving us goals and keeps pushing us towards them, we're going to keep growing.
3: Yeah. So I would imagine, obviously, Farms think you're going to think that.
1: Uh... Oh, I don't count by the way. I'm not. I'm not putting myself in leadership. I'm, I'm no, no, I, thing, I
3: understand. But, you, but you're going to think that <laughs> Test does well. But I want to hear the rest of the panel. What do you guys feel? Uh, you know, Test has definitely grown over the last year. Do you think that they're going to maintain that through the next year?
4: I think I don't know. They they really grown a lot when CO2 collapsed. That was. Uh... Uh, good for them, I guess. Good for more, better for them even than Q the G, I think. I don't agree with what we said earlier. And, uh, they'll definitely grow their super fleet. Like, I pugged really yesterday when I saw their format for the Keep Like, finally, you're, you're getting somewhere. They finally, for the first time, formed more, for the supers and titans than Tri has. Which is, uh, obviously an alliance one-fifth the size. But regardless, like, if they keep this up, they keep growing, uh, yeah, they'll be a, a real powerhouse.
0: Yeah, I think the actual growth will slow down. As in, like their, their member count, it won't it won't increase much more. But they will, you know, do exactly what everyone else is doing in the game is build more titans, build more supers. Uh, yeah, I no one's evicting them yet. Again, They're yeah, you know, I think they're too big now to be evicted. real realistically, uh, I know Goons kind of caught in test right in a in like a weird mating dance where they both sides are trying to like pretend that they don't. They don't really want it, but, you know, secretly they they both really do. So it will never be over, I think.
3: Um, I'd say that probably the main issue with TEST is is the location. I don't think the space they're in is terribly good. Um, It's really far away from a lot of things. So if I was going to come up with an idea for uh, what could be a weakness, it would be that they're sort of isolated. But uh, right now, well, forward, just forward staging and catch. That, that's, yeah. a, that's a positive. It's, that's
1: not just forward staging, right? That's two stagings. We have the catch staging for all the PvP content, and then we have Esoteria for just dropping supers and capitals on shit that comes in.
5: Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, but I think that thing, being isolated. I think Esoteria is a better region for crabbing than Delph is because you don't have an NPC region in the middle. Like, for people that want to harass yeah. Delph, there's always going to be... Uh, some sort of a staging point they can just go to. There's basically nothing you can do about it. I mean, you can help camp the NPC stations for a little while, but you, there's so many you can just move to another one. And in Esoteria, you can't really do that. There's no easy way to harass and like, uh, sort of do that kind of stuff because well, you of the stain, right? Huh? Well, in... You come out of
1: stain, but even stain is like the jump ranges are kind of severe. The, yeah,
5: the
0: jump ranges right? from stain suck. Like, that's not gonna you work. Can't,
1: uh, you can't go in and out all the time. You have to mid,
4: which is...
0: So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can't even blops into Paragon soul from any other place other than no, Paragon. soul. It's like,
4: totally trash though. Like it's like one, like one little pa- constellation that's good.
0: Yeah, but it's still, it's, it's, you know, a, a rent of paradise, you know, wormholes, wormholes appear, you know, you just drop supersets. It's one of those places where you don't have to worry about. It. It's a region that's just, you know, basically entirely safe, you know which is, you know, is amazing. It, it, you you get to extend your holdings by an entire region and not have to worry about anything. You know, that's, you know, that's win-win. That's what everyone wants. It'd be like goons taking period basis, for example. They'd just get an entire region for free, you know, with no repercussions, you know. It's not like they, they don't overextend because there's no one to hit it. You can't get to that region, you know, so...
3: Yeah, as someone who went to Impasse recently, well before CO two died, um I, I put Reavers in there. And it's you have to actually go into the region and live in their space is the only way to actually affect it. Like it's it's so isolated and Eastoteria is the same way. Um you know, it's there's probably not enough NPC space in, in most areas. And certainly when we get to the Russian areas, I think everyone will agree with that. But um it, it is it is good space. I think it's a it's sort of a double edged sword. As, as long as they maintain that forward sort of posture, I think they'll be okay. And I, I expect the test to be um, at least in the same position, if not better, in a year. Um, because, oh, of... yeah, I, I assume
1: we're going to go look up north and check Brave and CVA and you know Catch Area and Providence next. And, uh, yeah, we have no shortage of content out of Catch. All
3: right, let's uh, let's move uh, over to the right That's of the mountain. The trend right now,
1: at some point. At some
4: point, it just has to get out of that and attack something to get content because, like, the, the old, old school dudes are only going to get so much fun out of your, your casual Caracal fleet or some random shit They like, at some point won a war. So someone's going to have to start the next big war, which we like, obviously with the try thing winding down, like, someone's going to have to start doing that within the next year, otherwise everybody will get bored.
3: Uh, I think that's sort of a game-wide issue or scenario in that people uh, are highly incentivized to stay in their space and defend their space and have little incentive to attack other people's space Um, but when you when you weigh that against losing your members because they came to this game to fight that's where you have to like figure out how do we do this how do we keep both sides happy. Basically, on one side, the game is telling me I can't really leave because one guy in a, uh, in a, you know, a scepter or a, uh, small ship can ref my very vulnerable eye hubs and cause me to come home to have to defend them. Yeah,
1: scepters can't actually do that. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. Actually.
3: I just realized that they, <laughs> they changed that a while ago, but a slasher can. Um, uh, or, or uh,
4: it's it's not that bad though. Like no one's gonna do that if you keep your crabbing rocks at home and stuff like that, or even just hulks and shit, you can keep the ADM up easily and no one's gonna go into like one of your southern regions which is super entrenched and kill an IHUB because it's ADM five four and a half or six. They're not gonna do that, especially when there's no response. Like you just leave it. Like we've left our regions and un- like undefended for two years in try. And yeah, you get trolled, but no one's actually gonna follow up consistently. Maybe they kill one or two, like who cares?
3: um i think it probably as as you have more invested like i imagine try doesn't actually have a ton invested in the region but like when every ihub has like four billion isk and it, it it starts to add up like you have to defend those
4: no you it, don't it is. no if you do you have to keep doing it if you don't they only do it once or twice and they stop that's how it works
3: Well,
1: for a little while, we actually did have to defend shit, right? Because the people we beat for this space were Stainwagon, and they could pull 200-member fleets for a while. Oh, yeah, no, no. They couldn't by the end. But, like, they were trolling Esoteria, especially the stuff that borders Stain pretty constantly.
2: Yeah, for for sure.
4: have to make a statement to them that they are not coming back. Obviously, that you have to defend, but I'm talking about the... Like the, the average small gang group that wants to troll your yourself, if you don't give them anything, they're going to go elsewhere because they're there for the content and not for the actual solve.
3: Well, no, I agree with that. But I think that the sort of modern warfare in a real like large fight is that what you do is you hire some smallish alliance to hit that space while while you're gone. So I'm just going to look on the map and pick someone. So let's say we hired, I guess, let's say we it Slice. And you could just go to slice and say, um, you know, while um, while they're attacking us, you guys go attack their soft. Well, that that's you know whatever a 50 man fleet or something. Um, you have to have a real form up to defend that. So either you're leaving okay. behind your supers and capitals, which, or or at least something like that, which really handcuffs you, or or. Um
4: disagree because obviously th- we're talking about the bigger groups doing an deployment here so they can always jump clone back and get like a 50 man fleet going in wherever they live like we did it with try obviously we were deployed in pretty much into Amencia and we had horde and skill yourself and probably some other groups hired against us hitting IHUBS daily and like we we took over some fleets like with loki so you can like uh, cohort ops bridge them further than ever which is awesome so i don't know
3: it's, I mean, I think you're right. Doable. You have to jump clone back, but that that can put a real crimp on on what you're trying. Oh yeah, that slows down your progress a lot. All right, let's move over from test. These these guys own a lot of space, but I, I have no idea who they are. I think they're probably renters. Wings Wanderers and Kids with Gun Alliance. I think Kids with Guns. I think their deal is they live in Omist and they just pay whoever is around them not to attack them. So they're yeah. basically renters. In that's that my way. understanding.
4: Kids with guns just pay, like, pretty much everyone that comes knocking, I guess, and everybody lives close outside, I assume. Um they used to pay AFCON, uh, obviously they pay TEST and, uh, and solar and everything, so.
6: Jesus, and, imagine
4: uh, that paying AFCON to protect you. Oh, yeah, well they didn't, they paid AFCON, then we beat AFCON with a stick
1: and they gave the money to try. <laughs> wasn't,
3: well, yeah, wasn't I AFCON mean, paying protection that money, money to try? Isn't,
1: protection money isn't, isn't like, they're protecting you. Protection money is, hey, just don't come at us. Yeah,
4: that's true. Like, just leave us alone, please. That's, that's the money. one of those is, uh, I think, fully tested now. I think it got given the test uh, by XX and Solar after they decided to. Uh,
3: oh, really? Is that. It. The True Farms think Are those test related people? Honestly, like,
1: I don't know. I, I keep asking Diplos, and they're just like, boo. So. That-
3: Sounds like maybe. All right, interesting. Uh, uh, and those are renters, I assume? That's a lot of space. Yeah, like
1: well, yeah, I mean, they they look like renters, I know that they were blue to us when we were fighting CO2. So, like, we were helping when CO2 was invading Faithablis, we were kicking them back out, and then like discussing, okay, what well, does Tess want this system, or his wings want it? But beyond that, I I I wasn't privy to the political situation
3: there. All right, so let's um, uh, I don't want to talk about these people anymore. <laughs> let's let's sort of go back on our map towards the center, and then scroll up into that catch region. Um, and we can just move, we'll go over here, and we'll go east again, then we'll go up. I think that'll be how we'll do this. So we've got Catch, we've got, uh, let's look at the big blobs here. We've got Evictus, who I think are just holding a, a, sort of a pipe and aren't really important.
1: Kind of a buffer region up to, yeah, they're part of Legacy, right? So Legacy is Test, braid, Evictus, Boogeyman, Tactical, Dangerous Voltage, Warped Intentions, uh, everything the, you see on
3: there. Those are all Legacy. And, um, yeah. and for the benefit of people who don't know, Legacy is the Test
1: Coalition, correct? Yeah, uh, it used to be Test CO2 Coalition, and we saw what happened there.
3: Right. Okay. So, um, obviously, the biggest groups in this area are uh, Probably Block and um, Brave Collective. So, Gentian, uh, let's uh, let's hear what you got.
2: All right. Well, in in terms of Catch, I think you're missing out some of the kind of interesting um, <clears throat> nuances of okay. Catch. In that, there's two kind of major groups. There's the more hardcore legacy groups like Brave, um, uh, you know, uh, Boogeyman and Evictus that are very, very in with, the, and Requiem Eternal, they're very in with core legacy. And then there's this kind of sub-coalition of tactical supremacy, dangerous voltage, and um, warped intentions and the Watchmen that kind of sort of do their own thing to a degree and, uh, you know, make their own diplomatic decisions. Aren't they AU as world. well, all of them? Yeah, the, the, vast, the vast majority of them are AUTZ. The Watchmen they're
4: has a super E-T-Z. cool logo. I saw them for the first time ever today in Local, and they have a really cool logo.
2: Yeah, they're pretty decent people. They're X-Provy. Like, a lot of these... That's different. Are I just thought they had
4: a good logo.
3: looking up b but this doesn't seem like a good logo. I think they must have a different name.
4: Oh, I liked the logo. Let's put it at that. Anyway, just, just
1: go
3: find them in Catch. They're up in like the, if you look at that land, it's like the top right of Catch. Alright, I'll pull them up.
4: Old and false spice, I think.
3: Alright, so we've got two groups that have been around for a while. Brave's been here for, uh, what they start growing in? Like early 2013, right? So, they um, oh I see that logo. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty neat. Um So Brave's been around since 2013. Um When CO2 collapsed, they probably got more, more out of it uh, space-wise than anyone. They got uh, they got Impass, which is really one of the best crabbing places in the game. Relatively high true sec with very hard to access if you're not already in there. Um, obviously, it can. not well, yeah, we've so, seen so killed a super in there, but it's still tough right. to get there.
1: Yeah, and NC's doing that thing we talked about where they're mitting right. They're mitting out of uh, stain into Esoteria, and then instead of hitting Esoteria with their blops, they're hitting Impass because it's easier targets
3: um but it's still a lot of effort that you have to you know you have to find someone and hold them while you're mid so uh it's as far as ratting space goes it's pretty good which should help brave out but i mean the problem with brave it obviously and it has been for a long time is it seems like their leadership has always been suspect and they just lost someone i think canara was their name who's going to Kanara? Uh, yeah kill, so I think. you
1: know I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Add like...
0: another Doom chinchilla plant or something. Do
3: <laughs> you, you, you think it is Doom?
0: Well, uh, a funny story is, what is it, Kigali Kigali runs Brave now, right? Yeah. Um, and the the reason, the final reason I decided to actually evict them and take their Sov in Fountain was because he banned me on, their, on the Brave subreddit. I was just like, bro, that's just not cool. Look what this is—what's going to happen? He's like, I don't respond to threats. I was like, it's not a threat as the first SBUs went up. So the Reddit wars. <laughs>
3: yeah, like, it was. I love
0: it. It was. A, it was a dream coming true, right? Like, uh, actually get to evict someone because of like uh, you know
3: Reddit butt hurt and stuff. Just a dream.
0: Yeah, You oh,
1: get the man. diplomatic insult, cast his belly, right?
3: Yeah, I've been, I've been <laughs> keeping a list of everyone who downvotes me on Reddit. You're all done pretty soon. <laughs> I love that.
0: Oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, at uh, Brave, the first ever Sotio killed was because some guy in high Six said, it would live I was like, are you sure about that? He was like, we'll see. I was like, you're fucking done, mate. He winked at me. He winked at me on Reddit. I was like, nah, this ain't happening, right? <laughs> He like, winked at me on Reddit. <laughs> he winked at me, so we went to war. <laughs> Seriously, like, you, can't, you can't just say shit. Do you like, bet right? your thumb like, at me, sir? <laughs> yeah, talk shit. Get hit. I even told my guys, I was like, guys, right, this is the comment. That's caused this. And they were like, yeah, I see that happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> seems reasonable. What do you expect to happen? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so yeah, like you got, it, it, I, I like that part of the game though, because it shows you have to be careful about what you say, even on things like Reddit, because, you know, people's feelings get hurt, wars start over little things. So brave, I, I like to think are always like super close to just pissing someone off. And at the moment, Tess is basically their daddy. So I, I'd like to, I'd love to know what how close that relationship is because brave do turn up to all their timers, you know, and their little maelstrom fleets. They 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 have the same doctrines, I'm pretty sure, minus nightmares. I think. So, I Think there are
1: one nightmares, but we're sitting here like, well, but then you know, our entire coalition is damage locked. Why would we do that? But well, yeah, I mean, I can see why they'd want to fly them.
3: I've yeah. said before that brave earlier that brave needed a patron, and so I mean, I think test is the most logical one for where they are. Um... And, I mean, the problem with Brave for a long time has been leadership. There are so many guys in Goon's who are in leadership position now uh, that are really, um, really talented, competent dudes who came from Brave and were were locked out because they didn't play whatever political game was happening at the time. And, I mean, just look at a guy like Merkelchin who runs Karma Fleet. Dude is super talented, like in real life. Uh, he, you know, runs a really like a big business, and he's very successful. And Karma Fleet, he, like his policies is work really well. He puts a lot of effort into running a really good corp. And yeah, the,
0: he, he basically when 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 they had that original split, the
3: Coop Boys
0: time, which yeah. was it Anna and stuff. I can't say the last. Boy, name. I
2: remember but, that shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, but they basically Karma Fleet split off from there, from basically a Reddit corp, not dreadit but another one. Because why not? And yeah, he, he's basically shown brave and far more successful, yeah, you know, how a new bro corp should be run. But they were extremely lucky that it played into Goon's narrative at that time to A, get a new bro corp in to actually get it that wasn't actual Goomuff corp, which was previously where well the new, new, new nerds went, but to get their own and to get that patronage from GSF whereby they just gave them a bunch of money to, you know, buy a million rifters and shit like that. I think, you know, if it wasn't for that, Karma Fleet just wouldn't have. You know, if Karma Fleet was in any other alliance, basically, it just wouldn't work. It just the fact that it landed in Goon Swamp, and Goon really wanted it because, you know, they're political enemies at the time. It was a real, it was a real like uh, triumph for like uh, Mittens metagame, and that's the type of shit he loves, right? So.
3: Oh yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that I think that's a pretty pretty fair summation. Um I think, like I said before, um, in, in Eve, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You know, if you put me in a fleet of one person, it doesn't matter how good an FC I am uh, or 10 people you'll lose to in a big fight. So um, who, you know, is equally as important as what, you know, and um, but brave had a lot of uh, a lot of people and they didn't, they didn't ever want it to uh, become um, like I said, part of the metagame earlier, but like, but like we're just talking about, they got, they have tests on their side now. So I think that they have someone who can, they can threaten other people with,
1: I guess, yeah. I mean, like, so I, I don't know, um, because I don't talk to these guys as much as I should, but, uh, I don't know what the deal is between, like, Billy Pro God and, and Kigali, Canera, Motre, whoever else is in charge of Brave. I don't know how closely they're working together, but my understanding from Billy is that a lot of it is just us going, hey, like, here's some space, guys, you know, we'll be here for your big timers, but you, we want you to grow as an alliance. We want you to set your goals. We want you to build your leadership team. So, um,
3: I mean, but that's really all you need. You don't. You don't need someone to come in and run it. I mean, I I don't. Maybe they. Well, I mean, yeah. What we're
1: saying is like sink or swim on your own, guys, and and we'll just be there as your ally.
3: Yeah, but having that big bat to come, you know, come up for you, it's, it's not even the fact that you need to do it. It's that when someone says, "Oh, hey, we're going to go mess with Brave," then they're like, "You know what? Then we have to fight Test." It's just not worth it. So that's where that kind of thing comes in.
0: I mean, at the moment, uh, my my corp, I'd say alliance. But my corp basically were in at farming red as they moved in. But we were quite fortunate that after Efcon died, Red moved in because without that, we were probably you know Brave was probably you know one of our next victims. And we we're thinking you know that you know they were probably who were going to go to the to farm. And I think you know all the tests up in the world, it, it will go the exact same way it always goes when alloys defend. I mean. Look at Stainwagon. They are goons as alloys, but there's only so much your friends will come save you You know when you feel that your friends are being retarded. You know I mean? There's yeah. that whole CynoJammer thing, which just kind of, I think that was more of an excuse than a reason to just say, you know, what, well, fuck you guys, you're retarded. But, it was pretty know, shocking at the time. <laughs> I'll tell you that it much. It's uh, shocking, yeah, but the fact that you managed to get guys in there, in It you're like, well, you could have just went to the system next door and gated it, right? You know, so it, it wasn't, it wasn't as big as you made out. It was literally just we were looking for an excuse. This gives us the perfect excuse. Fuck yeah, it, I, you're retarded. You know, so it was the excuse. You
3: know? I, yeah, think, uh, I think there's like, yeah, you, you look at like a totality of things. Like yeah. when you're I've dealing, you've got to say certain... face
0: though at coalition
3: level when you make these decisions
0: to abandon allies or whatever. You know, you've got you have a reason other than. Ah, um, uh, nah, you know some, you know, you can't just say he winked at me on Reddit. That's that's not particularly as valid, you know, as you know the breaking of allies. So you've got to, you've got to say, ah, oh, no, that yeah, they don't turn up to fleets, they don't defend their own self and then they cut to us with this cyanide at one time, you know. So I understand you need those reasons, but yeah, I, th- I feel brave will still be there in a year, but the the very idea of living in brave. I mean, I was saying this in the in their leaks the other day to secure it to us. in my opinion Brave have never had the good people uh, Elo tried to teach Beers, I tried to teach Brave, Capri tried to teach Brave but everyone has had their time to try and teach Brave how to be good and every time they just don't listen because they're fucking retarded. Like, I don't
4: think they want to be good, though, because the charm it, of Brave is to not be it, good. Yeah,
0: but it's not about not being good yet. You can you can do that as a meme. Goon did that as a meme for, like, 60 years or something. Yeah, you know, we're goons, with shit. But, but deep down inside, every single person in that command team is striving to be better. They're not just going, haha, we're retarded, that's why we broke 20 supers. They're like, fuck, how do we get good? Well, it's like, it's you,
3: like I said earlier when we were talking about you Horde.
0: Pretend if... to be bad, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't actually be bad, right? You should be good enough that you being bad is the meme, right? Not if you, yeah. actually be bad, yeah.
3: If you leave the fight saying, oh, it was a fun fight and we got content and it doesn't matter that we lost and you're not angry, like that's when you're not improving. And, and I feel like Brave, every fight is like that. Uh, Jintan says in chat, do we think Brave have uh, a chance of improving or would it take you a complete purge of their leadership? No, they need to, I, I, this is what should happen. Karma fleet and Horde
0: need to get together in a system, have a fight to the death to get dibs on it, and just like just like picking your team at sports in school, you know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm taking this guy, and Horde go, oh, I'm taking that guy, and just work your way through the corpse. Like have a Brave and, Draft. <laughs> yeah, and then just, just 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 destroy the Alliance, actually disband it and close it, yeah. So the are 4,000 inactives or whatever they are currently in it, you yeah, know, just sent to pasture.
2: Who, who, is, <laughs> who is pick one, pack one, in the Brave Draft? That's the real question.
3: Yeah. Is which fair to one? say that you're not
0: a
2: fan of Brave them.
3: Yeah, I think Ragnar's position is well known I'm, at this I'm point. not.
0: Mostly because they're so bad. So they're what, 6K members or something? And I, I don't know. I just feel being in Brave must be one of the saddest things you can experience in this game. You
3: know? <laughs> well i mean i think that i think that maybe you're overselling it a little bit i think that there's so, sort of the uh, red versus blue aspect of, of brave where people like that everyday people are coming to their staging and you can undock and get some action you within can, minutes but
0: people go to that staging to, to farm, farm you and Yeah. It, it... They're they're the reason elite PVPers exist. Yeah, your cheeses, your brain straws. You know all the all the people who you know do their videos on YouTube. They all go to brave staging because they know they'll be able to do their feathering and all that. Oh yeah, shit. I'll
3: be flying Northris in their staging well, pretty yeah, soon and, for sure. And just,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And just farm the shit out of them. But you know, I've killed a Kestrel before. I don't need to kill another thirty to you yeah. know prove how good I am. You know, so th- that's it's a trap. You can go there and farm T one frigates. But then you also get the random guys who join Brave who are actually good at the game, just to, like, yeah, you know, not, not, like, unleash at levels, but on, like, individual skill levels, just to, you know, farm the people who come to that stage and type thing. We're like, ha surprise, an office for snakes. You weren't expecting that type of thing. So, <laughs> you know, that, you know, but for the most part, yeah, Brave is just
3: just awful. Pull it up and in E Brave, uh, Brave has Brave has 5,600 members and a delta of negative 120, so... Um all right well let's uh let's go north from Brave to Probable Block uh Jintan let's uh let me hear your you're you're a representative uh, representative of them so let's hear uh your take on Probable Block and then we'll see if maybe the panel disagrees or agrees uh
2: my my kind of take on Probable Block is that it's kind of a mid to low level power it's kind of like in the same I guess scale as some of the smaller g o t g geolites maybe like, not a huge coalition, really. We can put like, you know, 150, 200, maybe 250 max in fleets for most timers. And that's respectable, but it's yeah. not going to beat your pandemic legions, your NC dots. And, you know, we've had a lot of problems, dip, both diplomatically and in terms of getting, you know, a decent cap fleet. There's no drive within Providence to create a super fleet that would in any way change this in the future. And Providence itself is never going to be a breeding ground, but like dank ratting, like esoteria or delve.
1: Well, just as a, uh, as, as a token observation here, uh, you know, like, like you said, a lot of the legacy alliances living in now are ex-probably like Evictus and, uh, Warped Intentions, right? Um, some of them, when they, when we were installing them there and pushing out sort of those Red Alliance, Red Menace Coalition and pet dudes, um, you know, we flash form like maybe a hundred dudes for a Ferox fleet with test out of catch, uh, because something was getting attacked. And I think it was a guy from Evictus who was just like, wait, you just, you just flash form like a hundred people in five minutes? Really? Probably can't do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, probably, that probably sucks at flash forms more than anything in the game. Like, and then that's because Providence is a very, very old alliance full of players who've Like the leadership, obviously, is pretty much from two thousand and three, two thousand and four. We've got the same guy leading us, who is just a like third in command, you know, all the way back in two thousand and three. It's not changed. The culture of leadership hasn't changed.
0: That's your problem, though, right? Like, so every single other back in the day, uh, probably was a powerhouse. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was the one that people like to call shit the most. But you were a bit of a powerhouse. The problem is everyone else has coalitioned up, and grown, you know, so and taken over a lot more space. But you've you've got one of the worst regions in the game. I don't know what it's like now, but it was one of the worst regions in the game. Uh kind of game okay now. Yeah, but you've never really expanded and because of that expansion and because of your I, I don't want to insult you if you like this policy, but your game not red don't shoot it policy and all that stuff. I don't know if you even still have that to be fair. Uh yeah, but because of all these reasons, like, um, yeah, it's just, it, there's no room to grow. Like, I mean, I tried to roam there one time and you've got, a, you know, is it red type, you know, website where you type in their name and it shows. And apparently because we had a mobile small water shop to get on a, get on a kill mail one time, like my entire corp was like set red to province. I mean, just all these really weird mechanics. Yeah, I just feel, I think that's kind of holding you back. And because yeah, you've never really. The problem you have is, you've got no one to attack, right? So, you can attack Brave, for example, because then Legacy goes, "What the fuck you doing?" and comes smashes. You know, so you've got no, you've got no one to have conflict with. Like obviously, you, you have the occasional skirmish with Wrecking Crew. I think you murdered some retard BL dude. Um today in a revenant i actually thought it was a revelation when i when i was listening to the wrecking crew comes and stuff i thought i you thought it was a revelation today, right? yeah, nice. like, can you jump and like lifts the sake i was like why why bother it's just red just you know leader yeah it was actually a rev a, a revenant so i was like holy shit you know good job type thing but you know sort of short of retards feeding you like that there's not there's no real content other than like you said, the PLs, antidots dots coming, and that's not really the content you need, you know?
3: There's something to be said about that's... consistency, though, right? Like, there's very... You look at this map, and there are very few people on the map that were on the map 10 years ago, but the alliances from uh, probably Block are still there, and they found a style that lets them, um, you know, stay stay uh, on the map and stay alive. Yeah, they
0: will stay alive for a while yet,
3: I mean, think. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you tell me probably Block is going to be around in five years... I wouldn't be shocked. What's the prediction for the future, though? Because obviously, Provi Block has a ton of stations, and those are be converted into the faction um, Fortisars, And a lot of people have declared that they want to go take them. Um,
0: yeah, uh, that's that's the real problem. I, see, I don't know how good Provi are at the whole soft warfare thing because I've never actually seen them have to do full soft warfare. You know, obviously, you would know about. I hope you know about war fleets. So I'm like RMC, for example, who literally have no fucking clue what a claw is.
2: I um, think uh, uh, what
1: claws uh, are, actually, within
2: the last week or two. Yeah, so. In general, like, kind of the stuff you're saying, Racknor, just sounds so. Like, you definitely do not understand what Providence as a coalition's about. It's not a PvP coalition. It hasn't been a PvP coalition since, like, 2007. Uh, yeah, since yeah, since yeah. we lost yeah. all of our right. shit to AAA. Like, we used to have a massive, like, supercap fleet. Or at least massive for the time, and then we lost it all in G, and ever since then, the modus operandi of, C- of CBA has been: if you're in trouble, retreat to CBA uh, to I retreat mean, to Lose And there's a lot, lot of levels. site elves,
0: I think, still right. Like I'm oh, sure i have gone through that OS and site in systems and whatnot, so you, you have the you have the capability to build supers still. Um,
2: yeah, but we don't build them for Provi; we build them for Test. Like the people who are building supers in Provi, normally those people will either join Goons, join PL, or join Test. Like, we have zero retention. to the super pilots. You know, it's it's been a pretty steady stream of, like, people who come to Provi, they love Provi, they work really hard in Provi, they learn a lot of stuff, they become good pilots, they get their super, they leave. Like, that's that's just the way things are, and to a certain degree, you're going to have to accept that. And that's kind of reflected in our leadership. We don't have a head FC um, in Providence.
3: I don't want to cut too close to the quick here, but... It sounds like you're almost a little depressed about the state of ProviBock, and you've been a member of it a while, and you like to fight. I know that you're, you do, and you like to FC. Why do you stick around?
2: I I have a lot of friends here.
3: Like these are
2: the people mm-hmm. who I... You have to understand, like as well,
3: kind I mean, of. That's my, a good enough like reason on its own. There there like, could be more, but that's a good enough reason alone. I literally grew up in
2: Providence. I was twelve when I started playing in Providence, and I was fourteen when I started FCing. Providence has kind of been my, you know, my Eve career, and it would feel kind of weird to move on, but I, I, I'm I, pretty sure it's inevitable that I will move on from Providence at some point again.
3: So for the yeah, last I two years, you've been getting with these, better?
0: With these, yeah, with these station changes to Fort Azars, I feel there's no way, because uh, CVH, short of um, Legacy Kaddish and, like, full-on them and saving the station's because they're good chaps, I don't think they've got a chance to to hold on to them all. I mean, they can soft war and be, yeah, you know, do what claws do, but you now everyone's just going to do like fucking Entosis Claws anyway, right, and stuff like that. Or well, reckon I got
1: to say, like the of all the groups I've ever run a interceptor fleet against, yours is the most pain in the ass for for your Entosis Rapiers. Like I cannot catch you.
0: And we are- as soon
1: as I leave a system, you are cycling back up.
0: Yeah, cause we're good at the game and we, <laughs> we, put an, so we put an awful lot of time into my corp especially, an awful lot of time into knowing when to cycle down, when to cycle up, you know, knowing to, when, when you need to align, right? It's hard one. That's, this is why we're victimizing RMC at the minute, right? And yeah, we've killed like 20 of our iHubs and TCUs because they just, they can't deal with this one corp. And it's kind of sad that a coalition of RMC can't, but it it, it does take, um, and you've got to love it, right? You do have to love uh, Fozzysoft to get to you know our level on it, at it, which is not for everyone. But I feel, yeah, I feel it's going to go bad for probably in in the in the next year. I okay. don't know when the changes are, though, do we? Uh, the, the
2: real um, question then is, like, does losing all our stations actually kill Providence?
0: And no, because you all your thoughts are still.
2: Well, yeah, you know, well, I'm pretty sure, like, if PL really wanted to, they could bring down, like, 50 supers and we just lose all of our space. Like, 50 no. no, supers isn't enough. Like, 50 hard. supers would fucking destroy us, yeah, we can't get 50 Dreads in fleet.
3: If like... PL brings 50 supers, do you think goons <laughs> are going to, like, saddle on over to, to Pravi and shoot those supers? You're crazy. Can
2: yeah, I am going to say, like, right? like every, the
4: entire South will gather around you to shoot those supers, so I don't think you have to worry about that. Well,
3: I think,
0: yeah, I I think... You'll lose your stations, but PO aren't there to get... You you can't evict a group, because you have, for example, like, what, three, four Astras and a four of in almost every single system, you know? So that's that's the level of shit that no fuck wants to grind an entire region Yeah. All right, we're
3: going to move on over... We're going to move on over to the right. I'm going to skip Fraternity for now and go to Triumvirate, because I know... uh, uh uh, cpa has to go pretty soon so let's talk about triumvirate um right now looking at the map they've got Deterrid and Mother and uh, to the left of them fraternity to the right of them solar fleet and legion of x death so what um from a former uh cpa member or sorry from former tri member uh cpa what do you think uh tri's feature is
4: um, I think the dust will have to settle after me leaving. Like I said, it was only one person, but apparently there's some of the people leaving now as well. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I do think that, uh, the war with X-Death, like, is finally, I think we're finally going to lose it now after six months. And when it, uh, I don't know how much is they thrown at us because, like, and now, now they're actually putting, like, almost 2,000 people in fleet and tests is sometimes going out and it's just, like, we can't do it anymore, I don't think. But in the past six months, it's been incredible. Like we've, we started the unwinnable war and we killed EFCON and we've more than doubled in size. Well, I say we, obviously, because I left to see, like, only five hours ago. So it's still we, I guess. Like, I'm, I'm really proud of how Tri has grown and, um, I hope they can, uh, keep that up. I can, I hope they can keep doing what they're doing, um, in terms of like the aggressive and not really listening uh, to other people and to what like not listening to the people and tell them what to do and do what's good for try
3: uh, so, so i'm interested to hear before you go um what's what's the story with your departure like i have i know there's been some reddit threads i have not read them so for the benefit of those of us who do not have a back story uh how would you uh represent that
4: i guess it was a paper pusher incident let's call it that um Basically, I ran uh, Quam, the biggest corp in Tri, for three years, um, while the CEO at the time, who's never really done anything, was AFK. So I wanted to take the corp back, uh, or take it. Uh, I've asked him numerous times to give me CEO, and I got ignored and stuff like that. So it started as a corp thing. Um, obviously, there's it's a 2003 corp, so you can imagine shares all over the place with tons of people so uh I was like, you never know if someone's in corporate, they can start a vote in theory like I know all the people that are, like, obviously that like, even the old school dudes, so I'm not that worried, but i, I just think I just kept the money uh that the court made over the three years in try, obviously in a separate separate wallet and at the time they had the APIs and stuff. so then Mike comes back, promotes uh, an old school guy to director. And they're like, where's my money? And I'm like, well, first of all, it's my corp. It's not your corp. And it's uh, the money belongs to me and the members and not to two AFK dudes. And they're like, they throw a massive pissy fit. And I'm like, well, okay, whatever. Fuck you guys, I'm making a new corp then. And everybody will follow me regardless because they're not going to stay with some inactive dudes. Uh, I was like, well... I'm gonna do that. So I went ahead and accept it. I wasn't wanna i I created the corp, wanted to accept it to try and as I log on my um, director roles in the holding corp were gone. Which was um I don't know not too best of an experience, let's call it that. So then I basically
1: So what did these directors want the money for?
4: Uh, they just wanted the access to, to access them. But, uh, uh later today, I learned that they were going to kick me regardless. At least that's what other people said. They were going to kick me if I gave them the money. So I don't know what they want. Like, I don't know. Just didn't want me to have it. They, they, they said if it's not in the wallet, it's stolen. Well, it was all there. It was in my old, old corp with the label qualm on it. But yeah.
0: I don't know about you because I'm not sure how many of you have been like high up in, uh, alliances, but I know from TC that all of our money yeah was in harvey's personal wallet or yeah. his holding character's personal wallet because there's very no common. reason whatsoever yeah it that's where it is if so if harvey went afk he'll go he'll he'll, tr- he'll transfer me the money yeah you know, basically now i'm not i'm not going to lie and say I, ha- I don't have the logins or whatnot you know so you're not allowed to do that but you know you'd, you'd have the money, right? But I'd keep it on my personal characters. I'd never keep it in the fucking court. Like, we keep like, I think we keep like 20 bill in the court. Like, all yeah, it was around
4: just that just money. So
0: we can do stuff, but we, like, the rest of like, you know, the half a chill web is people's personal wallets. or was just going to get well, right, right,
4: right? Exactly. That's what, so that what triggered me the most. The fact that they were like, so they like, throwing a massive fit over that. Like, but that's fine. Okay. I'll make my own choir. You guys can fuck off. I was just going to kick Guam and like all the moments would follow anyway. But, uh, like then, like, Garst and Warren decided to remove my roles and didn't talk to me. Like, the fact is they didn't talk to me at all, but like, there was reasons for that, apparently. Uh, it's bad, very bad miscommunication, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that was really, really a shitty experience. So I just said, well, fuck it then, I'm, I'm just leaving. Like, fuck you guys. I'll do my own thing. Take everybody from Quan with me and let the corp die out. Like, it, like, obviously it hurts leaving Try behind because I've been a big part of building it. Obviously I'm only one man, but like, I was there done a lot to build how much, to,
0: how much in the end did you manage to judge like how much did you go oh no
4: with? It's, it's not much at all like it's actually not much like not at all over so so like, yeah,
0: well, what like 20 billish
4: or no, no it's more than that but it's like and it's i'm gonna use that money f- to uh get everybody that's coming with me to nc obviously has shield supers and we're gonna use that money to get them into armor supers Super and titans again and then it will be all gone i assume
0: just sell them the Wyverns, right? Just sell Try the Wyverns back.
4: Yeah, no, we're going to have to self destruct the Wyverns because everybody in Try ones are hell. So we're just going to self destruct them probably and then uh, and, uh, buy next Put them for
1: sale on the new Test Keep Star, man. So, uh, you cute.
4: Anyway, I for, for the future. I don't know. I think Try will uh, end up losing in Smother overtime just because there's so many people getting hired. There's literally no one left to hire to help, basically. And uh, yeah, NC has been a big help versus F- versus uh, FCON and then later with solar, But obviously, over time, I assume the Russians have been poking. Yeah, Yo, then you, uh, you want to like slow down, want to like chill out and not help try as much because it's actually hurting us. But, uh, so I think that uh, support will like get a bit less or window. Yeah.
0: Um, Scotland says you've lost 19 systems and you
4: know gained zero uh, around seven days. Yeah, it was just use. the it was the ADM1 TCUs on the far right next to cash. Like, the like the main systems haven't really been touched and uh, there's a tutorial and final timer now that we were going to defend and a lot of people were actually showing up to help us. But uh due to uh the glorious directors in quam my uh, departure and stuff like that leaked an hour or two before that CTA. Um and I was really, really trying hard to not have that leak before because it would basically fuck that CTA. Which it did. So now it's in final and I don't think they're going to try and defend it. That's the only thing so far that actually value is going to lose. But it's like they're forming 1,500 people. And like, try for the case at 9, Keepstar had like 100 Supers and Titans and over 600 characters from 2000 Alliance. So it was insane. But at some point you can't... Like, it's a numbers game and at some point you can't make up for better ships or better skill.
3: Why um, why did you choose N C dot?
4: Um well, I know a lot of people in NC dot and uh I, I Vince has been, always been good to me. So and I didn't really I don't really know that many people in PL. Those were really the only two picks that I had in mind that come close to what Tri has done and does.
3: Okay. Um so I'd like to go back over now to Fraternity, which I think is probably the most interesting group we're gonna talk about because a lot of people might not even know who they are. And uh, if you look on the Efu list of the largest alliances, they are number uh, eight with uh, 4,300 members. Um, and they are a Chinese group. Um, now, the Chinese server hasn't officially shut down, but there is a huge migration of Chinese players coming to uh, the main server. China's
0: and, strong, mate.
3: Yeah, and Fraternity is one of the, the biggest uh, Chinese corpse there um, or Chinese alliances now and they're growing. Um, They used to live in just Curse with no Sov and if you look at the Sov map now they've taken uh, parts of Scalding Pass, parts of Wicked Creek parts of Amensi and um, um, they have a lot of people in a a time zone where most of the Sov fighting happens because everyone time zone tanks the AU time zone but uh, you know you can't probably can't do that with fraternities nearby you
1: Yeah, they're actually winning. They're
0: actually Um, winning
4: versus the Russians, which is quite amusing because the Russians used to be strong in latest AU time zone.
0: Right. I mean, FRT gives me nightmares just from when they were just, because they still mission a lot in Curse. And if you go into their missioning system, you know, we'll probe down a Gila in a mission or something and walk to it. But within seconds, you've got like four, they have like this group of RT Max that just come in and then you know, they have all their frigates and all their trash ships that come in, but the problem you have is you can't kite away like you want to because there's four Arty Max that are just like, where's the author set? Well, you get in one shot, right? You, you know, you can't out track them and get close. You know, it, it's a nightmare to fight them. Like, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. mate, it's awful. And we're, we're a good PvP corp, right? We, you know, we could stick to the best of them. It's just the fact that they have like 50, 60 dudes, so, so 20 will show up. You know and landing game, and these four bloody Macs and the frigates the merlins random mortises ospreys all this random shit that you'd expect from like a low low sp you know new bro alliance you know because they are effectively a new bro china alliance right they haven't got the SP yet and a lot of them um, they just rush you and you know so you 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 think yeah gotta burn it well, you can't even do that you just get yeah it's just it's just dark times and they've got like a million and one supers rat I've tried to drop on their supers, but.
3: They respond quick.
0: Yeah, mate, they, they respond too quick. Like, we were there and, like, Loki's. I think I had Horde come along with us to, for numbers. And I think we dropped on, like, um. We dropped on rocks thinking we won't be able to kill the rocks because the defense fleet but what we can kill is their triage. But, like, we're there, the system's Sino Jam, so we're in covert Loki's and stuff. They just warped in like four or five nicks and you're like, well, this is our cue to leave, right? Yeah, so. that's what
4: they do. I think, I think the best thing to happen for fraternity is that change to alpha clones where you can have like, was it 20 million skill points or something now? Cause, um, oh, apparently, they, yeah. apparently they can't, uh, they can't pay with r- real money for their subscription in China. So they have to crab and plex. That's why you see like 40 or 50 executed. Uh, ex- yeah, Exactly. So now they can do
0: that, uh, dummy, right? They have that, yeah, you know, the rat and dummy with the uh, the sentries and stuff, and it's like, okay, CCP, I get what you're doing, mate, but you're creating a monster here, right?
4: I think it's I think it's cool for them because now they can use the battleships to make money and uh, actually subscribe because so I think they will want to, but it's obviously pretty hard as a real new character to make enough money to uh, to play the game properly.
0: Yeah, I think give it a year and. FRT are going to be so strong.
4: Yeah, they're going to be massive. They're going right, to be right really I
0: reckon there'll be about six, seven k members because there's only so many that will come over, right? But I think as their SP increases, their numbers aren't going to change because they're, they're fanatical Chinese people that play this game, right? They're just you know that the activity levels are through the roof because. You know, I've got just images of like, just a factory with like 400 nuds and the alliance leaders just whipping them. Log in, log in, you know. Like, I think, yeah,
4: yeah. I think it's, it's going to be a weird. real, it's going to be a real battle over who's going to be fraternity's ally over the next, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. six or uh, twelve months. It's because the MCDOTs, they have, you know, to, no, historian yeah. has
3: been Dot for a long time. Well, I'd be really yeah. surprised if it wasn't Dot. I mean, yeah, you've, you've
4: been to, be to them as well, but like, they're, they're, local allies. I mean, like, who's going to, like, cause they have really, really good English, uh, like, like diplos. Or, I don't know. You can coordinate with them really well, so and they have the, just the biggest fucking AU time zone blob ever. So everybody yeah, wants that.
3: Yeah, that's it's so it's it's disproportionately powerful to have AU time zone power. One, uh, I, I brought my, my rears group down to Curse like maybe four or five months ago, and we were a fighting Fraternity, uh, obviously off time zone for them, and they would show up and they showed up in some weird stuff. Uh, one time they brought Macario, And we're like, oh okay. I'm like, I know I know what I'm gonna do here. I was in Serbs. And then the materials start going 2,400 meters a second. They were shield cannon, like, snaked or some, some very fast materials. They were trying to run down our serbs. I'd never seen anything like it before. I was just laughing so hard.
0: But for, the, for the longest time, all I saw was FRT getting farmed. Like, at the very start, they'd have their max, but they'd almost exclusively have execurers for logic, but no, not a known eros in sight. Mm-hmm. And it might come down to the fact that alphas can find max, but not you know, Oneros. So, yeah, I think, yeah, and you'd see their fleet and they are just feed and feed and feed. But now they've finally gotten to the critical point where I think they've switched to Tempest because it's cheaper as well. But there's only so much you can do in that time zone against 100 Tempest Yeah, when they can just re right? And you're just like, oh, it's brutal. Yeah, I don't look forward to being, like, uh, on the receiving end of, you know, some China when they decide to finally actually you know start fucking with people. Right. I mean, Their meta actually,
4: has to adjust because they're like they're, they're really different. There's really different meta, I guess on the Chinese server or or I don't know. Yeah, they they're like, actually
3: they're were behind, right? That that I think They're catching up fast though. They, they no, no, down, no. like a year ago they were way worse than they are today. Yeah, but to be fair, you only have to look at our server and like
0: he, I mean, if you if you don't cut it on PO turns up owns you with said doctrine, just go through the losses, find one Boom! There's your new doctrine, right? It, it's not hard to innovate. I think yeah. in TC, every single one of our doctrines, other than I think our rattlesnake fit, which I and the Mac fit, which I tweaked a bit, like our Proteus doctrine was a clone of the PAL one. Uh, I think our Ferex one was a copy of the Goonswarm Ferex. I was like, these people have teams. The fit looks non retarded. We'll use that one. You know, so it's not. It's not hard to... And adapt obviously,
4: there's and usage options. to it. Like, you can have two similar comps, and the one can completely fucking dumpster the other.
0: Yeah, that's where the skill comes in. And I think that they're slowly learning that. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I Jin, you wanted to talk uh, about the
3: subject a little bit, so I wanted to throw to Jin, and, and you had a little... Uh, you wanted to talk about, like, a Chinese split? What's that, what's that all about? Yeah,
2: like, we're, we're talking here, like, as if fraternity is the only alliance that's really getting a lot of Chinese members. But actually, we're seeing a huge amount of them go to Goonswarm, And this oh, is actually because of some drama really that happened that. on the Serenity server, if I'm understanding it correctly. I'm, I'm still researching it and trying to talk to a bunch of them. But I have this one dude in, um, I'm, I'm not sure if he's actually in Fraternity, but I know he has a lot of friends in there. And he actually translates all of my, you know, shitty, like, Nosek videos. He translates them into Chinese so that the Chinese players can, like, know what's going on in the, um, the stuff. Because obviously, they don't speak English, the vast majority. of them. Yeah, they don't know what's going on. If they can't read Reddit, they can't read Twitter. I love it.
3: On my AT team, I had two Chinese guys, and it was really annoying because, like, we have like Google Docs that would introduce Google Docs that we share. They really can't <laughs> see
6: it,
0: <laughs> yeah. They
3: can't open the Google Docs. Uh, Podler is um, Korean,
0: isn't it? Is that Korean Corp? What is, is it? Chinese Podler, uh, People's Liberation Army in um, in The PLA is Chinese. Uh, their oh, the Chinese. Oh, wait. Right. So, yeah. They're awful. Just absolutely <laughs> awful. But they, <laughs> they, they, they just travel about space in these massive realms. Like they're, they're, they'd appear in, like, 40 towers. We would have, like, one sub and me and my malediction. And they'd just not fight. They'd just jump in, NWD off, get to, like, 80K, and then fleet warp and stuff. And you just, like... And when they did come in actual doctrines, the doctrines were awful. Like I, I recommend people go yeah. through the kill board and actually look at their losses because there are some.
3: We've added gens a, we've added a ton of Chinese dogs. players, but like we've added them in the last few months. Like so, I, I agree. It's like a, it is literally like a brand new corp. Like when you're fighting our Chinese guys, we have a lot of them, but um, um, they it, it's like uh, Babby's first tower room. That's yeah, it literally it's... what you're seeing.
0: Yeah, it's like when you know when the first time you ever fought brave and you look through the kill and you are like, why does he have heat sinks and lasers on his mother yeah, and yeah, stuff totally. like that? And it, you just it it's it's fun in a way because you do realize these are these are new players. So calling them retarded is probably a bit too harsh, but you know it is like you're like, oh my god, how can they make these mistakes? And it is because they're just new players just going at it and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's soon enough it will get to the stage where. Um, both of these groups will be just, uh, you know, ridiculously strong. Jay, do you have uh, anything
3: to add about the the Chinese players, even the ones that we've had in Goons or just overall?
6: It's amazing uh, watching you see. Like, uh, have you ever heard Alice FC? Yeah, I have. Uh, like, he'll, like, give his commands in English and then give them in Chinese, and, like, it's flawless the way he switches between them.
3: Yeah. I mean, we have a couple of really, and I'm I, I legitimately mean really good Chinese FCs, but um, the. The ones that you're running into are are not would by them. I don't think Ragnar at all. Um, and they've been playing for a lot longer. Like they were they were on the server on this server four or five years ago. Um, one of our Chinese dudes was on like uh, the NC dot tournament team and then came over to us and like. So like we have some.
0: They probably don't want to play with them, right? Because it'd be like uh, me deciding to go you know, PvP in a brave newbies fleet or a pandemic for newb Rome it would it, it... Oh, it triggered me so much, yeah, so I can see why they wouldn't FC it. You know, it, you know. I suppose it's racist to assume that a Chinese person would FC a Chinese fleet type thing, but yeah, no, I, no one wants to. I, I say no one. Yeah, it's not in for me. FCing and you bros would be a chore rather than you know a pleasure. You know.
3: Well, I mean, remember you're the first fc and I'm sure it was awful. I mean, maybe not. Oh for yeah, you, but for, yeah. For us, we're, uh, we're I was awful yeah. at
0: first. Yeah. I I remember I, I lost a Raven in a belt. I know, I think it was a megalon in a belt to a Raven when I first started playing and stuff like that. I I looked up some guy's... Um, Ishka, I think it was, and sent my drones on it in a belt in highsec, thinking it was a serpentus rat because they both looked the same. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to my overview, and I petitioned it. I was like, can I get it back? It was such a mistake, and CTP were like, suck a dick. That was the only time I've ever had a petition denied, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, this is sad times. I mean, I petitioned to get my damnation back uh, because or my pod back because I was tackled on an NC4 czar. I was de-aggressed, but I was tackled by June Swarm fighters, in my, as it turns out, and uh, I exploded. But I should have instantly tethered up being on the access list and de-aggressed, but I didn't, and the point defense killed me. So I petitioned the loss of the pod. And they gave me the pod and donation back. So CCP are bad with their petitions. But, you know, yeah, I'd hate to do that type of thing, right? Like the, you know, the FC, the new bros. But China's got a lot of them coming in, like a ton. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Well, we're, we're making predictions for the future. And I think that this is a prediction we can probably all agree on and that in a year, these Chinese groups are going to be a lot bigger force to deal with than they are today.
0: Sure, of yeah. there being a re, uh, some sort of another split, I, I'm not sure why... The Chinese server died, but as long as they don't bring in the bad practices they had there, because obviously botting was rampant there, so as long as it doesn't get that way on this server, yeah, you and know, stuff like that, there'll be no reason for us to. Because I quite like FRT, I quite like what they're doing. That Wind Spirits fella, I don't know if he's a dipper on FC.
6: He's AFK. Uh,
0: is he, FK? He, he, he He's good people when I've spoken to him, so. I, yeah, short of them having some sort of, you know, hate war over Tibet or some shit, you know, I reckon it's kind of, you know... Well, I,
3: you know, I imagine the reason they're splitting is the same reason that, you know, if, say, Goons and PL went to, uh, you know, another server, we would go to different sides just, you know, based on past things. So, you know... I don't know that they have,
1: like, different sides on the Serenity server, though, do they? No, they, they there were, like, huge three, actual Blue three
3: huge sides on Serenity for a while, and I think it's even more, like, bottled up now, but there were certainly... Ideological splits. Yeah. No, uh,
2: uh, like, Serenity server right now is basically just Pipsy. Like, and they they,
3: they won the giant war, see. right?
2: They won the giant war. They now own everything. Like, if you try and set up in, like, an NPC null set, like in Curse, because they own pretty much every, all the stuff in the game, they will just drop a Keep Star off, off where, whatever station you live in and just camp you 24 7 with Nixes.
3: That sounds cancerous. That sounds literally like it would kill the server.
2: Yeah, oh, it oh, does, not uh, it? Did, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's where people are leaving. That it's not that people are leaving because oh, the server might get shut down. They're leaving because holy shit, there is literally nothing to do with that game in sec anymore. Like Pipsy oh, have just one, and like they have so they have they have multiple Titan fleets uh, uh, over like stationed in different Keep Stars all around the universe. So it's not like what we have on Tranquility. Well, we've got to actively move our super fleets around, and that's a fucking whole ordeal, and it's hard. And you know, when you do it, you can't defend your shit.
0: They just—that's what you get though when you have you know forty rocks, button and a belt all day. You know, like
6: yeah,
0: you can build yourself you know a titan a week. Yeah, well, probably a titan every couple of days. You know, so yeah, they—it's not a good serve to be on. So as long as you know we only get the the best out of it, it's going to be all good. botting
4: think. is legal on there, isn't it? It's,
0: it's, it's, it's not, not, it's not legal. legal. They just don't have a team to enforce. They don't have a security department or anything.
4: They do
2: I actually heard a story that someone sued the owners of the Serenity server for getting banned for botting and like they don't enforce it because of that. Because he won. I don't know if there's any... A...
0: I think that's an urban, urban legend. I think they just don't have the people to do it and I think they realized if they did ban all the botters they'd have no one on their server so it's, it's not worth it to them right
3: all right we're gonna move over now to um, well we're gonna cover a whole bunch of stuff here it's all Russian space so we've got uh, Solar Fleet Legion of X-Death the um, Brothers of Tangra um, basically all in the X-Death banner and then in Panic all the way up top and Cobalt Edge and this is just one big group the uh, DRF Drone Region uh, Federation and I predict
6: there'll be crabbing
1: going on.
3: You predict there'll be what? Crabbing. Oh, crabbing? Yeah, I think you've nailed that one. Um, this is sort of one yeah, of we the weirder groups.
1: Yeah, we uh just that by, right?
3: Yeah, we, we, uh, we talk about botting and about RMT, and, and there's always rumors that the higher-ups in these groups are, are making a real-life living off, off playing EVE, and so they have more they to play.
4: Like, there's look at how many titans. They, they field eight titans. Eight right. times with their entire coalition. Like that's insane after the, the amount of crabbing they've done. There's no, and it's just they they're selling everything dude. Like even if they're not they're fucking just they, I don't know. they're all RMTing. Maybe they're even just using the vaults to crab and then paying the the rent money uh as RMT money to the uh we, to the alliance, I think.
0: We have I'm pretty sure many people who who've run renters have been approached and asked about PayPal options for their rent system rental, right? So it definitely happens. The whole RMT. I yeah. You know, I can. Twenty percent of all their rented systems are done with PayPal at least. You now then you've got the bot, um, botting. Wasn't there a good Reddit post there about some Russian yeah. News, yeah. like RMT and stuff? No, it was a guy who
3: bought that. from Russians. He 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 bought like a thousand dollars worth of stuff from Russians. Uh, yeah, to explain yeah. How uh, easy it was. Uh, yeah, I read that and I
0: thought. I believe every fucking word of it, right? Yeah. And it's not often I'll read a Reddit something on the internet and go, yeah, that sounds legit. I just read that and went, that, that messes just so exactly with my experiences. There so, will yeah.
3: always be – go ahead, CPA.
4: Uh, everything shows that their money they're making is not going to their ships. So if it's not there, where is it? And, I uh, don't know, it's just... Um, you
3: you would expect a group that's a... been crabbing super hard for three years to have a really giant, you know, Titan super fleet. Yeah. Anyway,
4: I predict that they're going to be there for a long, long time, because obviously they have NCPL on good terms, DFTG again as well now, so with that comes obviously Horde. And with the war, they've got test on good terms and, and uh, try... no, no interest yeah, at all
3: in fighting Russians. Yeah, no
4: interest or, or just on good terms I guess midden stocks to death. And uh, obviously the biggest reasons, th- the but biggest yeah, cool. threat maybe but the biggest threat is to them is try and uh, I think they've finally gotten us.
3: <laughs> what about in a year if like Fraternity becomes the one that takes down the Russians, like the Chinese take them down? That'd be amazing. And China just takes over the the, the whole botan and rental part of the map. That'd be
0: great.
4: Yeah. Uh, that's a real possibility. Because you know, I don't think Fraternity is interested in blowing up everyone because they like, the, what they experience is what no they want to experience. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, well, hey, so they said they, they were they... coming for test next. And we were like, that sounds great, man. Like, give us some more uh, invasion content.
2: I can just imagine people talking about like, oh, let's blow up everyone, and then just having like Vietnam flashbacks to getting cannonfodder. <laughs> yeah. on, <laughs> like on the
0: subject of XOX and their aren't they the coalition with the least keep stars in the game? Like GOTG have what seven? Goons I found out have fourteen, which is a ridiculous number. Um, yeah, well,
1: I mean, don't the Russians mainly still use passes and stations? Oh my god, they yeah. do, but the bots use passes, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it, this, the amount like uh that I've seen Russians use stations as opposed to Citadels or even a fortizar in that system they were already in and they still use stations it's like some sort of Russian
3: mentality like they can't get past it it's like people maybe it's, it's a yes, maybe it's a cultural thing you know they've scorched earth in real life so much that they don't want anything that can be destroyed. <laughs>
4: I don't know. I don't know. Star League lived, lived in 77S Station, as they're staging with three Fortasars in the system, and we were attacking them. like We were killing the Fortasars one by one, and they were living in the fucking station. And we could just camp them with supers on the end, and they couldn't, they couldn't do anything.
3: Man, I really like the idea of a Chinese-Russian war where... Uh... But the Russians would call everyone in.
4: Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone. they always do, but they will like when that would be a beautiful way. war. I would awesome. love
3: to see there any
6: time that uh anyone like seriously starts to like uh them? try and invade them, they'll just try and buy them off.
3: And if they or can't buy them own. off, they'll buy off protection. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean X death hasn't figured out, like he, he knows what he's doing, how to keep himself alive.
6: But he figured out yeah.
3: All right, so let's rotate up. I think, um, I think these are all Russians too. Synergy of Steel, Advent of Faith, Infinity, yeah, yeah,
4: Cole, and uh, Death Pets.
3: Okay, all right, and so we're going to keep going up towards uh, Veil. Vale. We already did, we've already done Pandemic Legion, so all we have left really is Northern Coalition. Um, so Northern, and Western Western and Northern Coalition. Coalition. What's
4: that? And Mercenary Coalition.
3: Isn't MC like basically dead at this Quick, point? I don't know. Quickly before we get
0: to them, uh, yeah. something to note would be uh, currently. Because HK, you know, the CFC of Wormhouse Space, uh, because they evicted or rented out every, I don't know, C5 or C6. I'm not even sure if that's true or if it's a meme. They are currently hitting the Russians, aren't they? Like, they've... Because of yeah. the Stowbridge, they've all got, like, supers there. I know... Newman left PL, I'm not sure if he left PL with all his characters, but he left PL so he could um, commit full-time with his super character. Kadeem I
3: invited Newman to the podcast but he couldn't make it, I think he was at work. So uh...
0: Yeah, so I know I know they're doing some like hardcore assaults on... Uh, you see it all the time, you know, like, randomly Slipners appear and, you know, rocks die, but... And they'll
3: die yeah, with that's... supers, that's the weird thing, is in Russian space you'll see supers like, them the having pro- supers well, their
0: supers. The, the problem is, because that space, although it's rented, there's so much of it Um, not rented and not illiterate. And because they're retarded at trying to report things, as all renters are, you know, and Russian renters, because of the language barrier, it, it shouldn't matter so much with XF, but it does, for reasons I don't understand. Like, they're they just won't report the fact that there's a citadel or you know ash or a fort as our anchor. so, I know of like three or four hostile fortas that are in the drone regions that have basically just been missed by them because they just because
4: they're botters. It's literally botters. Yeah. Like I know, I know a couple of Russians and all of them bot. Like <laughs> I don't know a single Russian that doesn't bot So or hasn't in the past
3: uh all right well uh i want to talk about northern coalition um i think they're pretty interesting they've they've actually remember at the start of the show killer b sort of recommended that pl recruit more what well, seems like nc is taking that to heart they've uh they've added a lot more people than they used to have and um they're up to 3600 they're the number 10 alliance in the game right now northern coalition um so uh, they're just behind darkness uh so they've they've added a lot more people and uh they've got killer b who right now is muted um and then obviously uh, we've got captain patrick archer going over there so they've recruited some new fcs to go along with the ones they already have um i would say it was probably nc's weakest point before was that um when they were on their own they had um they had to rely on pl sorry when they couldn't rely on pl fcs they uh usually put up a much worse showing so adding new blood i think in that area will uh will be important what do you guys feel about uh, what northern coalition's done recently and in, in the future
1: well, having, having fought them, uh, on their deployment down to curse and having fed them several times, um, they're, they're in a position now with their FC team where they will capitalize on mistakes extremely quickly. And they're also innovating, um, very effectively as far as like, okay, well, you know, we're going to bring out this, uh, we're not just going to do what Init did with the Bush Ravens. We're going to do rokes instead. Uh, we're going to add extra support ships to that. And we're going to have a whole separate guy just dedicated to, uh, what, punting Victor alts around with brobors. Uh, we're going to have a whole separate guy dedicated to just trying to kill claw fleets and frigate fleets with smart bombers. And that's his whole job with, the uh, hyperspatial mocks. Like, uh, it's, it's fun to watch, frankly, from a, they, from
0: an SC perspective. I, I feel they've always had that. I think Ed Dot probably have one of the most established and veteran, uh, FC teams in the game, what with, yeah, you but know, just between all of them, I know PK doesn't pay much anymore. But you've still got, you've still got Nitsu's bar. You've got Bench. You've got uh, GenoB. You've got Uzi. Just and all the people in their command. You know, you got Tart. Yeah, you know, I don't know if he does it anymore, but you, they've always had, you know, a lot of people doing stuff. And a lot of these people are pretty good. You know, even even if you joke and call them trash, or whatever. Because I I like I like to call um, Travis trash just because he. If anyone's going to feed an NC bar, it's probably going to be Travis type thing because it's US time zone things. But just the, the skill level and the experience of that FC team—you just other than say maybe PL, you know, you just don't get a more experienced team who've played the game for as long. And NC went the opposite way to PL, whereby they they decided to get a really really good FC team and then just recruit retards type thing and mould them into okay players. Where PL tried to have the more elite people. That's why I didn't realise this, but NC is nearly basically four thousand people strong now. So, you know, they're definitely getting the numbers, you know. Uh
3: did you ask a question? Well, or no, or I mean just we're just generally we're just generally talking about um how NC is done and like what I was saying was I, I felt that uh sort of they had a weakness at the at the higher end, um, but they had, you know, uh, they've recruited you, they got CPA in there, so they're, they're, they've they're they done a little bit to add some more depth to their FC roster, so they're not relying on just, you know, maybe two people, three people, um, and they've recruited a lot more people, like, they've done sort of the opposite of what PL's done, where they're, they're now the 10th biggest alliance in the game, so uh interested what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, I mean, I always say when people, like, there's obviously
5: a lot of shit talking going on when I left PL for NC, um, but I think that NC is, at the moment probably, well, definitely within the top five of the strongest alliances in the game. I don't want to put up a ranking right now because it's going to be biased and shit like that. But um, basically, they're very like way up there, um, and yeah, basically what the other said. Like with me being there now, and we, they had Nidus Bar. Nidus Bar is. A Really, really good. FC. The problem with him is that he um, is also the AT captain for NC Dart, which means that whenever AT season is coming up, um, he's sort of gone from FCing on TQ, which which sucked. And PK quit, so there was really a lack of uh, UTC FCs besides Vince, and Vince obviously has a job and a family and is uh, also you know sometimes gone for periods of a week. So um, I definitely am um, feeling I'm definitely filling that slot. And now we have CPA as well, so I think we are very well um Nitzhi set up for so the upcoming
0: year. Say again? Like, Nitsu's so calm just to talk, right? I, I'm quite ragey when FC, but he's, he's like- He's also
5: a genius, like he's not just calm, he's a genius when it comes to theory crafting, he's like, he's a really, really good FC. He's very, uh, he's like kind of the opposite, which is why we worked so well together in Nulli, he's kind of the opposite from me, where I like to, I don't think about engagements much, I just go in sort of, sometimes Yeah, FC. I'm a
0: big fan of that, yeah.
5: Sometimes, uh, obviously, <laughs> that, sometimes that results in a feat of some sort because I don't like fully think everything through, but Nidisbar is always very pessimistic, very cautious, very, he always thinks of the worst case that could happen. And having him whispering that in my ear all the time is a very dep- uh, depressing experience on one <laughs> hand, but on the other, but on the other hand, um, it's also very good because it really balances me out and I mean although you know people give Noli a lot of shit but back then we completely stomped Stainwagon uh together and it isn't me and now we're um together in NC dot we have a gigantic super fleet at our hands we have a we have a very good uh, subcap numbers and very good doctrines at our hands I think we're going to do
3: a lot in 2018 it, it's pretty it's pretty funny cuz you are describing the Dispar, I, I don't know I like I've, I don't think i even ever seen against him and never interacted with him but oh they, yeah we they, have they, we have okay
6: yeah, when, um, when we did the missed deployment with Reapers, and he was the fucking bomber dude.
3: Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the way you just described him, that that is really describing me as well. Like I'm always like like thinking of the worst case scenario and like planning way too too far ahead and too much, so I can identify with that.
4: Um, you gotta have that though. That that makes it so good because it means you're prepared for everything. If you know what like the worst kind of scenario is, you're prepared to t- to deal with it.
3: I mean, I think there's pluses and minuses, like someone like with killer B who wants to go in as long as he can, uh, you know, doesn't make like mistakes there. Are, there are victories that he'll get that you won't get if you're, you're like an FC like me, where I'll just be like, eh, let's just, let's just, you know, not, not waste our time. So I'm well so,
4: prepared doesn't mean that you're afraid.
3: Right. But I think that, I think that there's sort of a balance you have to find, like in, and some FCs are, are more on one side and some FCs are more on the other, um, but yeah, I like to. I mean, I I have no problem fighting outnumbered, but I do like to have, uh, like I said, like a preparation beforehand rather than just like sort of show up 10 minutes before the timer and just get rolling. Like that doesn't really work for me. I would feel very uncomfortable doing that. Um, uh, Jintin, what do you think about uh, NC? What's what's their future?
2: I wasn't really gonna pull on their future. I think they they're pretty much on the upswing. They kind of they're kind of in the opposite position to Pandemic Legion. Opinion. Like, we talked about how Pandemic Legion's having problems and are not bruising quite well, perhaps. Mm-hmm. NC dot obviously, recruiting huge numbers. Like, when we've been fighting PL and NC, it's been like, yeah, you know, PL throwing 100 dudes in Ravens, and then I'm fucking trying to deal with Killer B, and he's got 200 motherfuckers in Brokes. Right. Like, zipping around the fucking grid, and I'm like, kill me. Like, right. NC dot is more of a problem for us than PL. In everything except from like capital escalations and that's only because ncdot aren't staged nearer the deal
3: it's weird because pl has always been the superior entity in that relationship it was you know pl pulling the chain on dot. but is that going to change soon is it going to be where where dot is the person running you know telling pl what to do i mean i know i know i'm simplifying this relationship a lot but but is it going to I... be where they're they're the they're the top dog
0: NC have been the top dog for a long time in just numbers and even in super fleet size. Right, uh, I think you could say that Pia were maybe the more elite, at least perceived more elite entity, and maybe still too, but as a strong entity, yeah, definitely NC would NC would smash PR. I'm talking more from a leadership. Question,
1: point yeah, you, the question yeah. sounds more like it's like okay, well, in the leadership channels that they have together, and it's not like I'm ever going to know the answer to this, but you know, is is Vince the one telling? Uh, Telling Graph, like, hey, we're going to deploy here, we're going to do this.
0: At least. Not oh, Graph. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd say. Why am I lagging? Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. We but... can hear you. Just go ahead. Yeah, I, I feel Vince, for, just from my interactions with him during World War B and TC has worked closely with them all quite a lot, I feel NC, uh, or Vince especially has definitely been more, um, the, the boss, so to speak, for, for a long time. Obviously, I don't see the interactions between Vince and Elise. Basically, nobody does. But I, I've just got that feeling that, um, Vince is quite take charge and Elise is more just chill. Yeah, that sounds like a good, good idea. Let's go with that. You know?
4: I think they're, they're both chill. I think they talk about it. I don't think they are Vince, chill. Vince enough. is not going to come up and say, like, yo, Elise, you really, you need to do this now period like right. it's not like not, we're not talking
3: about yeah, a master slave relationship right. or like an ordering around but we're just talking about who has the initiative um because in the past though clearly that was pl but i mean i think that e- that could it very much either has changed or maybe will change very soon um just based on the talent that nc's added and, and i the feel people... the dynamic whose who's um, boss it, would be
0: Vince, Vince. yeah definitely. Like uh Elise is the guy you go to the pub with and Vince is the guy you go cabin afterwards the dirty scouter. So that's that's how it uh that's how I see it happening. I think
4: I think if like either one uh, of, of them would be really passionate about something they want to do, like this is this is the war, this is what we need to do, we need to kill this, then like that will follow and they'll we'll both agree. I think it's just if someone has a real goal that the other I to it. Or yeah, definitely.
3: Well, it, it,
0: yeah, I think that's probably a better way to look at
3: it. I give Vince a lot of crap about being AFK, but I think Elise is much more out of the game than 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 Vince. I don't think Elise really plays, you know, at all. He just just kind of reads the the message boards or Reddit and whatever, and sort of follows that. But uh, I'd say if you're talking about activity, Vince is certainly more active than him.
2: Monique
4: is led by FCs and not by Elise, right?
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh Killabee, I saw you keying up. Did your internet uh come back?
5: Uh yeah, it's all fine now, I think. Maybe a little I don't know if you guys can hear me fine or if I'm like okay, we're good. Uh, yeah. No, it, uh, I think uh the relationship between N C and has been like it is right now for a long time. It's just the public um the public Opinion about it is very different. Like people always assume that PL is making the calls and NC DOT is just sort of just mindlessly following around, but it's not the case like that at all. Like there's a lot of communication going on between Elise and between Elise and Vince and the decisions we make, um, usually just go by what's best for uh, our alliances. PL has, although we are very close with each other, PL has a very different play style than NC DOT, um, in terms of, um, you know, having blues, for example, and stuff like that. And for NC DOT, and for the NC member base, it is not a big issue having a bunch of blues. It's not a big issue having being a being a part of a coalition and doing these kind of things. Whereas PL, the PL member base really likes doing stuff on their own, um being, you know, basically what we did when uh PL when we were deployed down to Curse with PL at the start of this year, at the start of twenty seventeen, that was sort of the dream content for PL where it was literally just us and then it was like tests you 2 probably all teaming up against us on like on and brave for example on that one brave uh fortizat timer just to in the test. When you're team. saying us
3: in this case you're referring to when you were in PL. Yeah
5: yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay. that was when I was in PL. Um so you know that brave Fortazard timer in GE at the start of the year where it was literally just PL and then there was a goon fleet that uh, decided to help us out. Um that I think Thomas was CFC back then. Um <clears throat> We basically just fought everybody and it was great. And that's why I also think is one of the issues that PL is having at the moment because they still sort of want to play that. We're on our own play style. We do this because it's we are. It's not
2: viable
6: anymore.
5: But, but it's just not a thing you can do anymore. You have to be a part of a coalition. You have to have your friends nearby. Otherwise, you're just going to get you know shit on um, by groups like uh, TEST and stuff. So I think, or like probably bad phoning TEST and shit like that. So it's yeah. It's a really so, sad yeah. state. That, that's what, that's what I think, um, the current state is, but NC is definitely, and I, uh, I think in a year from now, I mean, it, uh, it's very hard to predict the year in EFO online because, yeah. you know, something could happen and it could drastically change, but I don't see NC dot getting weaker anytime soon at all. If anything, we'll just get stronger. We'll see what happens to try now. I think, um, we're going to get a bunch of people from try coming towards us as well because they basically have to choose between us and test
3: and, while I agree, I think
1: a what lot of people.
3: Like, I don't understand. Uh, I, don't I don't think, I don't <laughs> think, I think you guys are overselling the try, uh, try swallowing apart narrative. I mean, I could be wrong. I but... think,
4: I think everybody's like was panicking, uh, yesterday, but like they've had a time to think about it. And Guy's been online, he's made some posts, Like, there's been a ton of meetings as far as I can tell. And like, obviously the next week will be important to just like make sure everybody calms the fuck down. But uh, if they can do that, which I think they can, that uh yes, they will probably lose In's mother over time. But uh I don't think the alliance will die. I hope they won't. I really hope they don't.
3: The it's grown a lot in the last year or so and it, so I think some people there are a lot of people who are energized by the playstyle, even if, and I don't think that, that that they were energized by owning In's mother they're energized by the way. No, they, they
4: don't the care at all. Yeah. Absolutely, there's, they don't care on all of that. It's gonna
5: be a fallout to what happened, and that fallout, it's it might not be very significant. I don't think Try will die either. I just think there's gonna be corpse leaving Try, going somewhere. Uh, if they pan-
4: Yeah, yeah. The, if the panic doesn't calm down, like stop, then yes. If they can calm everything down quickly enough, I don't think that will be the case. There's a lot of like as soon as I announced, there's a ton of people that normally. Um, like, just do skirmish fleets instead of doing big shit, they instantly reinforce the, uh, staging system of XX again. Like, there's, there's people stepping up that normally didn't have a chance because both me and Fred were there and the, we, like, had good control of everything. So we, we did everything and we planned everything. But now that that's gone, the gap can be filled by people if they want to. And from what I can tell, the people are there and they want to, so.
0: Alright. That's, that's a massive problem in all alliances. Uh, I had that problem in BL where Elo basically was nerd active, did every fleet. So I didn't really get a chance to until he went a bit more inactive. Um, it was like that in TC where other guys who were good to get to do fleets because I did them all. It happens in all alliances where, boy, you have, if you have a, your main FC as nerd active, you know, he kind of strangles your ability to actually get more good FCs because there's nothing for them to do. Especially if you can only form one fleet like Try. Now, with Goonswan they can have like three or four fleets so you know they good FCs can always get to, you know, run a fleet type thing. But for most other alliances you're quite stuck.
4: What we usually did is, like, we always tried to give the reins to newer dudes and we would just backseat, but as the war, like, the last war, we were just walking on our toes the entirety of the war, so there was no room for people to fuck oh, up. Oh yeah, I can't,
0: down. I can't backseat FC at oh,
4: all, no. Oh no, but I, with, like, if people right, are not- I can't imagine I you,
3: do. Dude, the amount of, the amount you've talked, like, in this podcast is probably 15% of the podcast. I could, I could see why you couldn't, uh, backseat <laughs> FC, dude. Uh, it's, okay. it's it's fine.
4: It's fine right, if people have the same mindset and they're like someone on the same skill level, then it's fine when it's like if you see you the fuck ups them. coming, you, you can't them. you can't let them fuck up. Like, you, I just step in as well. Like I've had this I've i I think a big kick from test because I took over a fleet once. Like a guy well, that, and on my spy out and I'm like, dude, you need to do this. Like you're gonna fuck up now. Then, like a day later I got kicked.
3: <laughs> yeah, I am I'm I've had to like teach myself to be okay with them making their own mistakes and, and letting them make mistakes and then going after and saying, you know, what did you learn? Because, uh, I can always, uh, yeah you can see it coming and you can step in, but I don't think that helps you learn as much. It's tough too, because I, I'm the same way. I want to, I, I, I hate, I hate when people do things wrong, but you have to let people learn. Cause you did the same thing. You know, when you were, when you were starting out, you made a bunch of mistakes. And if people had just been like, no, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, it would have discouraged you. So I try to be as best I can, um, uh, Allow allow them to make their own mistakes. All right, so we've gone around the whole map and and we did a we did a pretty good thorough coverage of MC MC MC. Did you okay? What what do you have to say about MC?
4: I don't know. I heard people talk about it. I don't know nothing about MC. Oh, although I was I thought that um, Losec was completely dead. And two days in a row, I've seen like a hundred bill plus fights in Lozec, and I think one of which involved Mercenary Coalition. Did it? Probably I,
1: dead. I think they're dead. Oh definitely. yeah, but, and they brought something other than cormorants. Um, all I've seen them do in Curse is cormorants. Yeah, I think they're dead. But
4: I'm oh, I thought there like was dead. dreads and shit, wasn't that MC and well, stuff? Yeah, was,
6: <laughs> that was MC yesterday. They like, they had a fight with Snuff and over uh, Asbel. Well. M- yeah,
3: some MC dude can comment on the Reddit thread and tell me how wrong I am, but uh, I think we've devoted enough time to them. They can all, all right.
5: just they can all just listen to the uh, the talking stations from last Saturday. There was an entire show about MC, but I'm pretty sure it's mostly Isolene babbling about its past.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean that sounds no about offense, right. That sounds you know. about right actually. All right. So, uh this is the last section of the show. This is the potpourri section. So, uh any of you guys can bring up any topic that you want to discuss and we'll discuss it. I guess the only thing I don't want to talk about is Star Wars since people might not have seen it. But anything else you guys want to discuss? Uh not do, do you guys have anything that in Eve or outside of Eve has been uh, been on your mind?
1: Hmm. Look, someone someone just give me a job so I can start playing Eve like 12 hours a day, please. <laughs> oh,
2: someone someone take my exams for me so that I can play more Eve, please.
3: <laughs> Both sides of the coin. Um yeah, it's always interesting to me like I am I'm, I'm pretty firmly bound to US time zone because of my job, but luckily I can be flexible um I just like ha- I happen to be lucky with my job that I'm flexible enough that if I have to take some time off any EU I can um, But, like, just it's, t- it's tough to play Eve when in the US time zone when so little actually happens in that time zone. It seems like EU, EU time zone and Australian time zone just has so much, has so many more timers and fights than the US, which is well, makes it tough as a US time zone guy.
0: Well, AU have the time more timers because people are disgusting subhumans and AU time zone shit despite not being AU. The problem with that is you have China, which are AU. And, unfortunately, GOTG, who have a legitimate reason for AU tiling. Yeah. But other than that, mate, if you come across a time that's AU, they're <laughs> the scum of the earth. Where do, think, where do we think... I
2: can't the wait for fucking the next update to sit down so that they, you can't have a time zone tank.
3: You well, you can still shit. time zone tank. Like, you can put one reinforcement, but then you still have to show up in that time zone later on, right? Yeah, exactly. So you mean, you it, have it have doesn't to, actually yeah. help. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, it means you basically
2: just cede all your shit to fraternity. Which I mean if people want to do that, fucking fair play to them, you know? Charity no, no, Chinese. Yes. No. So,
0: so you come at midnight an hour after my sitto, oh, that's set for eighteen hundred. this the second time you you still have to come at eighteen hundred and fight me. Yeah. Right? Um, so No, it'll be poker Mechanics. I believe they no. Yeah, yeah, well, which is still 1800 to 2000 type thing. Right, it'll be Which in that, means, in although that time zone. you are at 0, 0200 as a US time zone alliance or an AU time zone alliance, you've still got to fight me in AU, at which point you're you're kind of fucked because it's very rare that two groups who are. Basically, you cannot win on a Citadel against a group who is your equal. Just can't no. do citadel because the Citadel's too, much too strong. Multiplier. The Citadel will either. Deny your use of triage entirely, or the void bomb. Even though it's been nerfed, it's still a bullake,
3: right? It's still Did you see that They're going to put that GTFO on. Yeah, yeah, no, it's
4: good. If you thought void bombs were bad, yeah. here's
6: a yeah. GFO. Eventually,
3: oh, you're in ten percent tie dye, and your fleet and the bubble get teleported to like thirty AU <laughs> away. Yeah. Half the fleet. It's <laughs>
6: the fucking worst idea. Ever.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I've always, I say, always thought it. it when after it was, after it was mentioned to me that it should be this way. It's, they should change the stand-up scram to, say, 100 kilometers range, 70 kilometers, I don't know. It's up to CCP, and then make a new one, the stand-up warp disruptor, and have that at the 250, right? Just get rid of the scram, yeah, just, get rid you of can, you,
4: can at least, you can at least boost, wait, it doesn't actually scram, does it? It's like a post yes. Oh, no, yeah, it's, it's oh,
1: scrammed. It's, it's scrams. Oh, well, that, that's, that's why NC, like, with, with what they're doing with the rokes, they have to keep everything, you know, 270 kilometer max sniper range on
3: Citadel, yeah, because yeah.
1: otherwise they'll get scrammed.
3: Yeah, I didn't get actually, rid of the no,
4: stream. We just, it, I'd it, never warp off on a fight, so...
3: <laughs> okay. Put a disruptor on there, get rid of the web, and, and you know, keep well, the TPs, it's... those are powerful TPs, and get rid of the bomb launcher, and those things are... They're still a force uh, multiplier, but there's so well, much...
4: I don't want to... Uh, the worst thing, worst thing is when CCP, I think it was Fozzie said something about introducing the GTA... We can do this cool thing, like introduce the GTFO to a Keepstar, or or Keepstar or something. Like, he said... And it's good because now only one structure and we don't have to worry about 100 titans filling them so we can make it more powerful. So instead of, like, like he's going to make it an unkillable, massively powerful GTFO, it's going to be, it's gonna be it's, worse uh, than a bomb. It's going to be the most retarded thing.
0: Well, CCP just haven't ever gotten, like, something. so Everyone in this channel being the FC or, you know, one of the FCs in the fleet, I think we can all have the woe that if we ever get rid of 250km of a citadel, then we get scrammed, so there's no anchoring for us, which normally means when their friends come in, we're dead, right? Like, that's that's just a fact of life, yeah. It's just one of those things, you know? And that gameplay is just retarded, because it just, you know, it... it, this, yeah, it if the it,
4: risk it, is too high, you can't, can't take again. it. You can't take yeah, it yeah. and see what happens, because you will never yeah. get out.
0: It's a short. Yeah, and I don't mind dying, because... A, I'm rich and B, I wouldn't even use my own money anyway. I'd use Alliance to SRP me. So the, the loss of the ship is irrespective. It's the loss of me in the fight, right? And although I could use oats, it takes no time at all for people to realize, you know, Death Steve's my ults. Everyone knows that sort of thing. So, you know, it, it, unless we keep, unless I buy fresh oats and inject them for certain timers and then they just have to look and go, they're anchored on this guy. Let's just kill the anchors until it's gone, right? And if you've got a spying on their comms, or in their fleet, it, it, you're done because, you know, you've got access to the watch lists and stuff. And yeah, so it.
4: Like, as if you guys so ever bad. died. I've never died. I was just saying this the other day. And, and like, apart from two weeks ago when I fleet walked my Mac fleet off and I bumped off a DC Mac in my fleet, I've never died in an FC ship.
3: Oh, I fought <laughs> Goon. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay, I, I,
5: I can't. Claim Are we that. talking about an invulnerable FC ship or whatever?
4: No, no, I was just talking about that. In a, in a, in a T3, like Legion or Tengu, or now Loki, that's what I use. I've, I've uh, never died.
3: I've lost like three Lokis in the last week and a half, so I'm, I'm a similar scenario. Three FC Lokis. I land,
0: I land, I accidentally, I thought it was warping my, oh, in the scepter, but I was actually tabbed onto Rakdan and I warped my damnation to a gate, right, as the Goon Hurricane fleet land and the Jackdaw fleet. I was like, ah, oh, fuck's sake, it, not my snake, not my slaves, but I just hit warp and I managed to warp myself off to the ash house. That's why there have been 400 goons there because you all tackled. just started, no, you just started jumping the gate. I was like, oh my God, this is the fucking dream. Oh man. <laughs> Peace that way. Oh, it was you guys so, like, so see happy. that
6: stream that Stunt had the other day?
0: I stunned him like uh,
6: Oh, this, there's this last of like 150 man goon jackdaw fleet landing on the gate while he's cloaked in his carrier with gate cloak. He clicks warp and the, the jackdaws just jump through completely oblivious. <laughs> oh
0: oh my god, yeah, classic. FC That happens jump. so
3: much, though, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, JTN, what did you, you wanted to talk about, uh, FC ships, I think, right? Yeah, I kind
2: of wanted to just throw, like, the conversation out there because you're talking about, like, how much it fucking sucks to get just, like, webbed and, like, killed on the citadels. And To be honest, most of that is due to the fact that the citadels are ridiculously overpowered in terms of their tackle.
3: Don't forget jam the dam like, so you can't lock
0: anything. Within 250KM, they're ridiculously powerful. Past 250KM, they might as well not exist.
3: Right? Oh, yeah, so, that, that that engagement range past 250KM where everyone's using these stupid But then, stupid, yeah,
0: if you're, fits. If, you, if you're in, say, the NC anti citadel ropes and someone decides, do you know, what's really good, Macarials, the and they decide to brawl your ropes in materials. you just straight up lose the timer anyway because you're hamstrung with a fit that's got to have a seat, right. a SIG amp in the lows, and a target paint, right? So it's kind of... Not target paint. booster. Sense booster. Sense booster.
3: But
0: yeah, so it's it, it's not ideal, whatever way you cut it. So what,
3: it, were, it what were you
2: looking in... to ask for, uh, Yeah, I, was just, I just wanted to know like what people's opinions were on that because I haven't really had a chance to talk to a
3: well, large yes, amount the, of the I, I think headshotting, I, although I participated in it, in it when I, when I can, is probably headshot, a terrible strategy. Head, headshot
0: on strategic timers every time, never not headshot because you're there yeah. to win, and killing their leadership will make you win.
3: That's Always what everyone do does, that. and anyone who says they don't yep. is lying. And, but yep. but I, it's I'm it's a bad strategy.
0: He, no, it depends. So if I, for example, in goons, if I if if you're on the fleet and I kill you, Asher, the fleet's not over you just get the guy below you to pick up hit your rifle and carry on and he's less he's not as good as you so it's strategically better for me but, no
3: it's, it's a good strategy for you to do i i mean I 100% yeah. agree with that i am saying yeah. that is a bad game mechanic like i think that an fc oh, ship is a definitely. good idea yeah, that's didn't they want to do that fc ship that one was like I talked about it a few know. times yeah
0: it's yeah, it's, it's really more that was
2: yeah. is kind of interested in exploring the idea but he like he, he's not committing to it because it doesn't really affect him. It's kind yeah. of the same as and the... You, same know game game. you know what else
6: they talked about a few times? Shield, shield slaves?
3: Yeah.
6: Yeah, <laughs> they're coming to Yev.
3: Yeah, right.
0: We're
1: just sitting here waiting and test, man. We'll be the extreme super powerhouse once that shit hits. Dude, and they're
0: going to be flat, Surely they're be flat shields. Left track. No, they, said, they said they weren't because of
3: that very reason, right? I shield supers wait... are bad. Like, I don't, like, uh, shield slaves won't fix the problem. Especially, it will. especially so, if they're flat shields, if they're flat, flat, just like shield percentage, they'll be awful. Test had, what, 140 uh, facts
0: on that time? It doesn't, like, one faxes cap transfer, like negate, like, 16 capital newts or something? Like, you can't newt yeah, on out that one cycle. Yeah,
4: but, it, like, the newt doesn't even matter, because the, the thing is you have, with the Wyvern, like, the Wyvern's not even an option, but, like, you have shit mids, you, so you can't use mids to make your fighters better. Just, everything's just bad.
0: Uh, that's more know. to do with slot layout, though, as opposed to it being, uh, you know, the, the, so the cap isn't an issue. On no, the cap isn't an
4: issue. issue. Yeah, At least it, the fact a, is that you don't have the means to put on making your fighters better, true, which is the thing they're there for.
0: Yeah, the speed, must, yeah. And stuff I can't, like, can't wait
2: though for CCP to release shield slaves and have them just not work on capitals, just like you that's know. Exactly the, one, exactly right I, yeah,
5: one. so I wanted to give my opinion on FC ships. I think. It's fine. Like, I think headshotting is a part of the game that I wouldn't want removed. Like, you can actively decide to headshot or not to headshot. And, you know... No, no one, most, no one decides not to, though. No, I've
0: No, not, I've, no I've, that's I, not, I, that's I, not
5: really I, true. Uh, that's not really true. Like, for, like, if it's a strategic, important time, I'm a headshot is an option, but I, for example, often do not headshot because I think it's a waste of time. You have a chance, like, if you do not have, like, a gigantic arty fleet, there is a chance that your headshot will go wrong. And at a time while you take the, because when you're headshotting, you usually takes some extra time to make sure everybody's got him locked, then you count down, three, two, one, go. Then he's maybe tanking a bit. Uh, like, in that time, you could kill, like, three, four DPS ships. So there's often fights where I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter if these uh, if DFCs and uh, if are you're... alive or not. I'm just going to keep on owning his subcap fleet and, yeah, if, you and if, if you kill him, alive. if
4: you kill him, like he and he's the back of the sea, they wish. leave. But the, if I they mean, leave, I should have been winning. Mean, exactly.
0: So, so uh, goons are the best to for this, whereby if you headshoot Jay, his fleet's not done because the goon behind him picks up the rifle and carries on. So goon fleets actually really resistant to it. Now, it's fun as hell to, I'm not gonna lie to like, Blap Hugh black Asher or black J, right? It's, it's, it's one of the greatest things in the world, just watch your armor disappear. But, you know, it, it goons is kind of not needed. You're better I wouldn't say just that, most, of the, most of the
5: BCFCs below Asher or J are shit, so I would like to have them off grid and then just deal with yeah. the shitty IFC.
2: My, my problem really comes down to the fact that why is headshotting like literally the, the best tactic and almost. Any scenario, and except if you come into the killer, you know the killer scenario where you can't quite break him, and you lose a shit ton of DPS. because of- I
4: mean, a lot of, like I've, like like I've said, I've never died, and I fought, I've had like two hundred battleships. We shot Asher in that fucking catch system with eight hundred people. Yeah, and he six
3: fleets, but you didn't get any webs on me. That was the thing. That is the most I have ever resisted. I was in my legion. It has, it had. This is before they nerfed it. It had like one point two million EHP and very low sig. But it didn't get webs on me. But if you get webs on any ship today and it already RD fleet shoots it it'll die. Like there's no yeah. way not to So like there there's no resisting headshots. Um, isn't
0: it anymore. a hundred and- oh, there is. You there's you can play,
4: right? That's good piloting. I like, I like I've never died. I'm not I keep playing that, but I've I've been in the same fights as you have maybe not as massive with like four fleets really made the same well actually been, that's not true I mean, that's but. the
3: thing is yeah there becomes a size where yeah it becomes where it doesn't work like the, that that you will die like the, you get then enough if it's mass. that
5: size you just FC from a carrier or something Yeah. yeah. And, what, and what would be every big fighter just FC from a carrier yeah I don't like yeah, that you, you have to die. I mean
3: that's, that seems silly that you have to do that like I don't I don't like that I think you should be able to FC sub caps in a big fight from a sub that that doesn't make sense to say oh now you have to you yeah
4: I don't I don't think like if you have such massive fights then in the, like linearly the amount of FCs required to FC properly should also increase I guess so when you kill one there's a second one to take his place like Ratman just said that's that's that, I think that's a good uh that's good to have. So not just one guy sits there and I see so many people, but there's more people that aren't like that. You've got
3: multiple FCs on multiple channels. Like, I mean, I I know you guys, other than Jay, haven't really experienced command comms and goons, but like it, you know, there's 30 dudes and we're all on global and local. And like, it's, it's pretty, pretty intense, but um, I mean, I'm strongly in favor of the FC command ship because um, I, I think that, that it's it's silly to require people to to have a, like a cloaked alt or whatever um, to continue FCing from, rather than than having uh, letting the person you know who who came out to do it lead his fleet. That's 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 my opinion on that.
4: I don't know, like if he, I don't know the way like I fly macarials when there's massive fleets and there's there. Hold on, <laughs> I'm literally dying. <laughs> there's massive fleets. Like you just pull you just pulled the reins because obviously they reduces the damage to your fleet as well. If you're in that sweet spot, if you use tracking disruptors on max versus yeah, max,
0: frame,
4: you frame, want to be... No, but if, you, like, if you're not webbed like, and you yeah, use tracking disruptors properly, like, the only things you can do to not instantly die unless there's so many fucking people on grid, at which point you should just be in a capital doing it.
3: Yeah, um... By the way, Patrick, you just put a huge target on your head. Like every FC is like, so he's never died, huh?
4: Yeah, but now uh... I'm an FC. I'm, I'm, I'm not FC anymore, dude. Now I'm just F1. Oh man, sure. I'm gonna, I'm
2: gonna headshot you so hard, Captain. It's gonna be great. Yeah, Captain, hey, with coming. the headshot. <laughs> don't, uh, don't come to the next timer, boy. No, you, <laughs> no, I, 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 like...
0: you can, you can try, dude. You're all FCs here, so you, you, you'll get where I'm coming from, or maybe you won't. You no, know, you're there in the feet. The enemy's decided two headshots, so you're like. All right, they're shooting yeah. Ragnar, shoot me. How many of you get the the guy who says, uh, Can you broadcast? I'm like, No, motherfucker, I'm Ragnar Bar, mate. I'm on your watch list. I should be on your watch list. I'm at the top of it. Rep me, you know. Don't,
3: don't no, broadcast I, for reps. I don't ever get That's that. No one's ever asked me, like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, like, that shit just triggers the fuck out of me. You're like, oh, yeah, rep me. And they're like, uh, Broadcast? I'm like, No, I think <laughs> like, you okay. gonna... Well,
5: I, I, I
3: broadcast if I get primary, it, it, Do I, I don't. It's literally I I do. one click from yeah. me, It doesn't fucking matter. I, I, I broadcast I, when I get locked up. I, I, I mean, I say it audibly. I'm like, oh, they're shooting me like, because, I mean, it, I
4: just, I mean just when, when, when the spy says they're going to go feed and just, okay, guys, everybody pay attention. They're going to shoot me in a sec. I'm going to broadcast in a sec and then they, yeah, they exactly. have time to lock me yeah, exactly. and I, then I'm fine. Like start rapping me now, and then the one or two guys die I mean, before me. You don't have
3: your to like don't
4: have- I, I do, but so okay. sometimes when it's really intense, they don't have the like they don't have the lock things anymore. I don't know. I just give them time to lock me up, and then start rapping when they're getting ready to fire. So the reps are already cycling.
3: I mean, that's the thing about headshot attempts is pretty much every FC knows it's coming because you have someone in the comms saying, "Oh, they're 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 saying they're going to shoot you now." So it's just a matter of like. Can your reps hold against their volley? And yes or no? Like, it's pretty. Well,
0: you know it's coming because certain groups do it, certain groups don't, type thing. But the.
3: What groups don't? The, like, in a real fight, I don't. I, I've never the, run into the this much group
0: that doesn't. Well, the, the, best I don't. the best thing is to do the Gig X strategy, where boy. Every time we ever fought CO2, would just tackle X, We wouldn't shoot him, would tackle. And we'd, we'd fight till the death. He yeah, he would just make him watch his entire feet burn around him, and then you'd yeah. kill him last, right? That, he would uh, never that warp
3: was, his feet off if he was tackled. Nah,
0: nah, would he fuck? He'd be like, nope, we're all going down, boys.
3: Certain, but, Yeah, certain FCs, and, and, and yeah, we know that, certain FCs will not warp off if they're tackled. And so it? you can um, hold them and, and, and yeah.
0: Do you remember that SCSA timer in, what was it, Veil? I think it was a lawn one, and, uh, you got, it was going kind of bad for you guys, it, you know. It one? The I was yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and it just so destructive this entire max, was like, so it's so good. That was, I think I, that
4: I, was. I, he told me what it what, why that was, and when he told me, it kind of made sense. I can't remember what it was, but it made sense. But he, he just told said that me, they
3: were like, all gonna die anyway.
0: They were uh, gonna die,
4: yeah. I can't yeah. remember. He made some uh, whatever.
3: Well, I mean, it was his like, fault. Like, he gigates. warped into the middle of bubbles because he doesn't know how to combat pro. Like, uh,
6: like We told everyone, hey, we're going to keep range and we're just going to snipe because the timer's was lost. Yeah. So we were sitting at like 180 mm-hmm. kilometers sniping with Max and well, you just see the CO2 fleet warp in at zero. We were that, shooting a
3: horde blackbirds from afar. That's like what he, we were he, doing. Um, and he warps in at zero. And we're just like like literal face bombs. I, I, I literally face bombed when I saw where they were landing in 10% tie dye. And,
0: so you worry in like ten bombs a second in your Mac fleet, right? Like just un- unreal levels of bombs from Test. Yeah, were just bombing yeah. Billy. Yeah. I think was bombing you every two seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah there and was this fight. Of, I fought like, Ron. In fought
3: Ron once in like a, you in know, in like even Mac fleets, and Billy came with a hundred twenty bombers. And it was just like it was just like come on dude like this is so unfair we have like an even Mac fight to be fun and Billy's just dropping a hundred twenty bombs on us at once oh it's brutal it was really brutal
4: I hate those. like the fucking Goku's I hate them so much
3: dude
1: have you ever tried of seeing them because it's a fucking blast
4: it probably is all the things that you can hate against you are really fun to do yeah
3: Goku's <laughs> are fun they're good um yeah they're they're definitely do you guys know like use uh, shield or armor Goku's what do you need tank on a shield? shield. shield yeah, tattoo yeah.
0: tattoo shield which is really, I remember I fought Goku feet one time and they decided the best thing time to do it was not when I was in my rattlesnakes the time of before. They were like they saw me undocking bridge in my Proteus feet and they still decided Goku's the best way. I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, this is a fucking dream.
3: Just Man, we've been dropping it's... on we've been dropping on Horde and um and Slice and like um darkness and guardians like all, all their carriers and rorks it is insane you, you get 70 bombers and you just vaporize a carrier even like a well-tanked one goes down yeah, so fast. yeah no yeah oh, like nice. said, when
0: we were Come in Canton, we we had a rule where if you were to run a carrier you were supposed to have triage on standby and have your sign out. and people were dying like how did you not get your sign why didn't you jump in triage and I'm like i didn't have time we're like what the fuck do you mean you didn't have time and you didn't you look like two days later on a bomber's bar you and you're like, oh shit, that motherfucker didn't have time, right? It's just yeah. evaporates, like, holy shit.
3: Yeah, you're in and that thing's done in 30 seconds. Like, it's very fast. Yeah, it is, uh, it's, it's brutal.
4: Can I, uh, can I uh, bring something up? Sure. What do you guys think about the current way that uh, RT battleships work and literally only RT battleships it's and sea tanking it's, isn't really a thing? It,
3: it's it's design debt. Like, RT is designed really poorly. Um and I feel for the CCP devs for this, like Fozzy and Larry King and everyone who. Oh,
0: you wouldn't this. say it's designed really poorly. I'd say it's designed too well, and thus the other ones that are so far behind. Oh,
3: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is is yeah, here, yeah. here's the here's how Artie works. Are Artie battleships better? If yes, only fly them. If no, do not fly them at all. They're a literal on-off switch. There's no like, There's this... no like.
4: But the thing is, you can't, you can't, like you can't sig-tank them anymore, because you used to be able to do something different, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can't do that anymore, which is what well, I think. I
0: quite, I, so I really like the idea of the art doctrine, whereby you go, because goons, for example, if you've ever fought a goon fleet, you'll notice they have like 8 million fucking logic in their yeah, yeah. And you're like, if, if so, so, you normally need triage to get that level of repping. So if you don't volley them, they're going to live most of the time.
3: Well, that's but how all fights doesn't... used to happen. If it was tank yeah. versus Tangu, you killed the Lodgy, and whoever lost yeah, yeah. the Lodgy disengaged or attempted to.
0: Well, that that was, do you remember the days when the the, the rail tangu was king? You'd just yeah. go in, you'd both orbit each other's scimitar blobs until one, one group was gone, and then you'd start shooting Tengus. Yeah. But, yeah, like basically...
3: Well, that I, I was more fun, them, in my that... opinion, because like, there was a chance it to catch, was, and sometimes yeah. they did catch, sometimes they didn't. Like It wasn't like, do they have me locked? Am I painted? I'm dead. Like, okay.
0: Yeah, I so I I did really like that that yeah, you know, but I also liked the the amount of times how impressive it was. You go to shoot someone and they just catch reps, right? You're like, "Well, this is bullshit." Yeah, so, I, yeah but you did fun I stuff. Loved,
3: like you would you would try to you would you would have actual actual strategies. Targets, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you'd Roll through targets. You would you would like pr- turn your paints on a target that you weren't going to shoot. You would do all I kinds suppose, of things.
0: I
6: think, I think the I best
3: thing is.
0: I liked it when Maelstrom's were the only deliverer of the Arty doctrine.
3: Yeah, the Maelstrom's Basically. have a lot more flaws than, the are so much better than yeah. Maelstrom's. Yeah, yeah I, but then they exist, which is just, I, they're, they're too good.
4: I think the best thing about Arty's was, uh, like when, when we flew them as a strike, when we were like invading Ethereum in reeds, you had all these other people flying other, other doctrines and still the dps based really and we as a smaller group we we had that same problem where you couldn't break anything so we flew the ITs and we tried to tank for instance with triads as a small group and you can just ignore their logi and kill all their dps it's beautiful if a small group fights that big group that does just, just dps but when the big group starts to fly it as well you're just completely fucked
3: yeah with well, with arty i just stopped looking at <clears throat> excuse me I've stopped looking at my logi numbers. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, I've got ten guardians. Oh, okay, you know, like yeah, yeah. if I'm fighting an already battleship fleet, they, they might as well not exist. Like, they don't. They they rep like sabers and stuff. <laughs> like they don't do anything. Yeah. Do
4: and I'm with like with like ninety macarios. I'm bringing fifteen guardians or twelve guardians or something. Yeah, you know the I
0: mean? enemy. If the enemy has X counter and they're actually using it so they know when they've got their 30 X's and assuming their members are not retarded and they're actually putting X in only when they're ready to shoot, you know, they, they are, they are oppressively good. The problem it, you get is the arrow has more tank, more damage. It has, it's better than the Maelstrom in almost every way. And the icing on the top for me is your entire fleet goes 3 AU a second instead of,
3: you know. Yeah. It's like I was saying earlier. You tried to rotate through targets when you had to do feints and like get people to rep the wrong target, like that showed some level of skill and cunning. And with already battleships, it takes all that out. Like it just like it's just like you said, do we have the X's? Then fire. Like that's that's all it's, you need to do.
0: And combine that with the fact that the Makara actually bonus. gets E-war and it gets sea boats as well, so you can choose to go to 150, even 200 km where
3: mountains just can't touch you. Yeah. So, yeah. So if I think punished uh, by positioning.
4: Uh, the, if I think there's definitely some skill involved, especially when you use like the double tracking comp pure McHale, because there's a there's a sweet spot where you need to be, and if you get out maneuvered, it, it the tracking disruptors don't do much. But if you're there, it's really powerful, which is skill based, I guess. Yeah, so no,
3: I mean, it's not like, like, I'm not saying there's no skill, but there's certainly a lower level than there was before.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, I agree, like the thing, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know how say speak could fix it because we could go back to more powerful A-hacks well, again or something. Since, but...
0: since T3's got killed, uh, so the counter to the artillery Macarial was the protist and you just prayed they didn't have refits and cargo and a Nesta type thing. Yeah. But now there is no, there is no counter to the artillery Mac.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think that. I think that you just nerf artillery across the board and let lasers and rails and missiles flourish for a while. Everyone's going to fly
2: beam again. Everyone I mean, will just fly like beam nightmares, though. That sure. Because beam I mean, nightmares are like really, and good, the are really <laughs> good. And I'll you know. run
3: APOX. Like, I would love to run APOX against beam nightmares. That'd be a change. It'd be interesting. Maybe I'll run tank Like, we'll try. Like, it'd be more oh, interesting. I just
0: can't wait until the meta shifts off artillery just so I can specific tank again.
3: Yeah, so, things. Yeah, yeah. Dude, fucking I, I specific tanking
0: is so canceled, though. I, I loved it because you were rolling the dice, and if, you know, so you're fighting a Pharrex gang, you're like, yeah, I'm going to Kintham tank me. Fuck you, boys. And then randomly, a couple of bombers to cope with fucking... Yeah, the bombers you know,
3: could really mess you
0: up. Yeah, you know, it's, bombs yeah, it's like the 8-star uh,
4: like the- the- days, when, then it's when you have EM Harner and Explosive hardener versus the curators yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden you get dragged to zero and they drop gods. so you're like, fuck.
3: I bombed Horde in GOTG the other day, and they had a Confessor Fleet uh, with a Defender Launchers. I, I threw 38 bombs. Take a guess how many landed. Zero. Yeah, zero, <laughs> 50, nothing. 50-man 50 Confessor Fleet, zero bombs landed. Do we like those Defender Launches? Uh, man. Yeah, they're pretty I'm, good. I
5: mean, they're man, totally I, remember, I remember when it was Ishtaz versus Ishtaz, I used to from an Impel, because you can get like 2 million yeah. HP on an Impel on Explosive. Yeah. Those were the good days.
1: No, I think Defender Launches are good, man. I think bombers are, are super oppressive to...
0: uh
1: to oh,
6: I don't think that's
0: I have well, never been bombed. Ever. It, even though I have fought Brave, I fought Coons, I fought everything. I have never been bombed to the point where I went, oh no, look at that, 20% armor damage, oh no. I, I, it's never been an issue for me because I've always had good people doing defensive Victor bubbling, you know, I've always had, you know, things in ba- place. To, back to when do, it was
3: AMZ, kunmi Me, uh, Carbon Fury, when I am in space, bombers were totally oppressive victory. then. But um, I, it, it, to they're, me, they not... were allies. <laughs> yeah, valued <laughs> allies. Yeah, yeah. You had Odell,
0: bless you. You had Odell. He tried.
3: Yeah, Odell was really good, but he was just one. And then there was, uh, there was. Uh... I
0: remember in Delve, we uh, yeah, there we were... got you to scrap your rupture doctrine just because Space and Ramsey just killed them. Like you'd undock, and they'd just bomb the undock, and people just wouldn't dock in time, and you'd lose like fifty ruptures. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> unreal.
3: Yeah, That's I was the, the only one on that deployment who didn't get bombed. Like, it was just like, uh, but every every FCU who took out a rupture fleet got bombed other than me. And it was, it was, uh, what happened was we scrapped it because uh, Metaphor Medium Artillery became like 2 million a pop. Um, Anyway, we got a lot of people who have to go, and this podcast has been running for a long time. So I want to thank all my guests. Uh, I'm going to let you go through and give you shout-outs. Uh, Farmstink, you're up first.
1: Oh, jeez, really, I hadn't thought about thought shout-outs at all. Uh, I got a shout-out to our recon group, I guess, because they didn't get enough love yesterday in Billy's SOTA. But, I mean, I'm I'm leaning on those guys so heavy every time I want to roll a fleet and catch. So uh, shout-out to Helothane and Recon, man.
3: It's amazing how much how much you can, like, how many people you need to thank at the end of a good fleet. Thanks, Scouts. Thanks, Recon. You know, thanks, Intel. Thanks, everyone. There's uh, so many people you need to thank who help you do a fleet well. Uh, Captain Patrick roger what's your shout-outs?
4: Um, shout out to everyone in Try. Like, good luck. It's been a lot of fun and I hope you guys do well in the coming year and hello
3: and see you all. Cool. Jay? Uh,
6: I don't really have any shout outs this week. Okay. Um, normally I shout out to Doom but you get annoyed at that so I'm not going to shout out to him
3: today. I, do I get annoyed at that? I don't think so. <laughs> Jindan what you got?
2: Yeah, uh, my shout out is actually to um, Killer B. Bee. We've been a great sparring partner for Providence and I think we've learned a lot and probably improved because you've Enjoy punching our shit.
3: Iron sharpens iron. Killaby, who you got? Shout out to my
5: boy Nidisbar, who uh, aspires to be like Asher, like you. Uh, and uh, shout outs to NC.DOT for, yeah, everybody in NC.DOT for making my transition so easy. They've been incredibly welcoming, and uh, I'm really enjoying my time.
3: Cool. Uh, Rector, you're the final one.
0: Yeah, just a shout-out to my corp, and if they get me crows in Secret Santa, they're fucking dead to me.
3: Uh, unfit Daredevil's for me. Anyone gets me an unfit Daredevil, I'll kill you. All right, I want to shout-out to my Patreon supporters. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I appreciate all you guys for showing up for this today. It's been a, a really fun podcast, and it, it was a long one, but it went really fast, and uh, I had a lot of fun. So thank you guys so much. Thanks to the listeners, and uh, have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, everyone. Bye.